Greetings, everyone. Welcome to episode 41 of the Avocado Games Cast, a gaming TV show, minus the video, or the budget. Today, we're going to be discussing redemption stories. Which games or series got good after shaky starts? But before we get to that, let's introduce ourselves. My name's Merv, and joining me, he's leading the charge to put Birdo in Smash. It's Mr. Glitch. Hello, friends. And also joining me, he swears The Witcher makes more sense in its original language. It's science is bad. Hello, it's actually about Birdo in Polish language, so they really messed that up. <laughs> yeah, Birdo, Geralt, I, I could sort of see the translation mishap there. Yeah. Geralt, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, I would really love for like there to be a Birdo RPG, like just set in the Mushroom Kingdom. Mm. Open I, world RPG, yeah. Yeah, open world Birdo. I think that would yeah. be <laughs> open world Birdo. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, just, a, like, that's the name of it. The, open definitely. world Birdo. Like, red she just goes King around. Redemption. Yeah, Red Bird Redemption. Red, ooh, even better. Yeah. Like she goes around just like launching. Like she she like spits eggs at people right through her yeah, nose mouth. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not, maybe that's a maybe that's a cloaca. We don't know anything about Birdo. <laughs> like uh, the most important things about Birdo are not. Uh, I mean, the bird is in the name, so it must. Uh, no, no comment. Actually, erased all of that. Cut it out. <laughs> so <laughs> delete that. I mean, I I do appreciate though that she's like part bird, part din, part like what we typically call dinosaur, because like you know, birds are are descendants of dinosaurs. I, yeah, I appreciate. Link. Um, oh yeah, I yeah. Guess. Birdo's the missing link. She's yeah. the she's the Archaeopteryx of the Mushroom Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I I like Birdo. Birdo's great. Yeah, she's she's great. She, I like her in Mario Tennis Aces. She like skips <laughs> across the court and it's really cute um, I don't know, i've always found her to be a wide awake nightmare so i haven't really played her in anything <laughs> <laughs> well you know um open world birdo coming 2020 so uh, 2020 you'll have a you'll have a great fun exploring the world with birdo i think they're actually calling that game biomutant <laughs> 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 uh, that there are similarities, definitely. Yeah, I, I actually am super pumped for Bio Mutant, which looks really yeah. good. Um, I haven't pl- been playing really any many open world games or, or RPGs lately, though. Um, what I've been playing lately actually is this puzzle platformer from Swear's new studio, White Owls. Oh yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. called The Missing. JJ uh, mm-hmm. McField and the Island of Memories. It has a really long subtitle for some reason. Like it's a JRPG, but it's How not. many colons does it have in its subtitle? Uh, Is it just the one? Yeah, just just the colon between the title and the subtitle. Um, okay. I was hoping for a couple of dashes, maybe a plus sign or an underscore. You know how, <laughs> how these games can get. But it's more like a JRPG thing, right? It's like Kingdom Hearts 3.8, Birth of the Underdream, Sleep Forevermore 358 over 7, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like half the title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like half yeah. the title right there. Bible verses in, in Kingdom Hearts titles. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a sweary game, right? Yeah, it's uh, from his new studio, White Owls. So it yeah, came yeah. as kind of a surprise. There's barely any fanfare leading up to a release date announced. So it was just like, oh, yeah, here's this game we've been working out. It's coming out in two months. And then yeah. they 
they just put it out there. Um, apparently, this is what. Apparently, they had enough money to make this, not enough money to make uh, the Good Life, but <coughs> which is why they turned yeah. to crowdfunding for that. Um, in any case, this is this is a pretty interesting game for what I played so far. I got it for the Switch, so instead of playing it on a big screen on my PC, I usually play it um, sitting in bed, and it's on the tiny screen, um, which is good in a way because I get to like puzzle platformers are just good things to play in bed, but on the other hand, um, the way the camera is, it's very kind of zoomed out from the action. So the character is really tiny on screen, and I don't think I'm really appreciating the art and animation on the mm. tiny screen. So I think I might have to actually use my Switch in TV mode to get the full experience. Um, in any case, as for the game itself, it's this very kind of macabre, spooky puzzle platformer where the main mechanic centers around causing bodily harm to the protagonist in order to <laughs> solve puzzles. So for instance, one thing you might do, say you need to throw an object at something to add to activate a switch and there are no bricks or rocks nearby. What you do is you pull off your own arm, then throw it at the the switch and then you can regenerate and heal yourself. Like decap attack. Yeah, so, or like never yeah. dead, that game that everybody forgot about. Um <sighs> Quit hitting yourself, the video game. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's it's really strange. There are other strange mechanics involving bodily harm that I won't spoil, but they involve different combinations of you know like dismemberment and and like setting yourself on fire and things like that. Neat. Yeah. Um, so it's got this really weird mix of like it's got. I'm not super far into the plot yet, but it's got this really weird mix of clever puzzling and dark humor and the story seems to be at least mostly serious so i think they are going to be discussing some fairly heavy issues i've also heard the mm. game is like super lesbian but i'm not there yet so okay um, which i mean is is a good thing so mm -hmm. thank you swearing um, i mean like it I... even opens with a message like this game was made with the belief that nobody is wrong for being who they are. Like that's the message you see every time the game boots up. So, oh, nice. Okay, cool. Um, I saw story. some uh, like gameplay of it, and it seemed interesting. And um, as much as it doesn't, it seems like it like they take the story very seriously. Um, there is like uh, a lot of like. Um, messaging on the phones right between like you and various characters yeah and yeah and and it some of that it's actually kind of funny i found like from what i've seen yeah so some it's i think very true to life um i mean obviously some things that like don't translate like super super well to english i'm assuming this is originally written in japanese so you know like in anime there'll be like characters will be like oh let's try our best um yeah. or things Gambaru. like that yeah pretty much those things like these are things that people may or may not say in japan but like definitely won't say in america where the game is set so yeah. there's a little bit of that but for most part it, like the kind the attitudes that people display towards each other um 
through the phone conversations are extremely true to life. So, you know, there's the one person you find annoying, you kind of like blow their messages off. Um, There's someone whom you find nice, but maybe a little overbearing at times. You're nice to them, but you're a little, uh, but you're a little uneasy with them. And there's like the best, the ride or die best friend. There's a relationship with the mom. There's a relationship with say a trust or trusted advisor at school. I think all these relationships that through the phone conversations are, are really kind of an accurate representation of what those relationships would be in real life. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's very, it's very nice thing that they've been able to capture with those phone messages. Oh yeah. And some of them are are actually kind of funny. So yeah. Cool. Are you enjoying it? Yeah. I mean, I will say it's a little clunky and I think it's a little buggy too. Oh, so it's a sweary game. Yeah. (laughs) So not in the deadly premonition, this game just keeps crashing on my computer kind of way, but in, more of like a, I don't know, like like Bioware buggy. So not like broken buggy, oh, but okay. occasionally I might have to restart the game. Yeah. Um, so like, I don't know, like Mass Effect 2 buggy, you know. Right, buggy. yeah. Um, it's a puzzle game, right? So yeah. Um, it, okay, is it like the, a puzzle that you figure out what you have to do in like a, a couple, uh, you know, like a minute and then try to do it in like 15 minutes and that beca- becomes annoying? Or is it like a, a more like, oh, yeah, you figure it out and making it happen isn't that, you know, bothersome? Because I'd say it's that, more the that often happens. Yeah, puzzle yeah. platformers often have this problem. I had yeah. that problem a lot with Forgotten Anne, another mm-hmm. puzzle platformer I completed this year, which is also very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um this I had I have a little bit less of a problem. I just sometimes don't know if I'm bad at solving a puzzle or if I ran into a glitch. Yeah. Because um, this happened once where I, I ran into a glitch that prevented right. me from progressing. But then I just restarted the puzzle and it worked. Um, the puzzle setup is actually really interesting in this game because typically in a lot of puzzle platformers, you get this series of mini, like mini challenges. Yeah. you have to complete like oh there's this one ledge and I have to move and it starts becoming very rote um in this game there's sort of like elaborate puzzle rooms and you have to kind of solve each puzzle room before going on to the next mm. um to the next screen it's or next set of screens it's a little weird um and it's not a setup that i think people will be super used to mm-hmm. mm. sounds interesting though but you know um and are you enjoying the story? I like, uh, yeah, the conversations and all that. I'm really not super far into the story, so I can't tell okay. where it's going. Okay. How um, far? How far have you gotten? Like a couple of hours? Yeah, two, three hours, maybe three hours. Okay. I think into the game. I'm not sure how long the game is. I know it's mm-hmm. longer than um, some other games I've played recently, but I might just be bad at the game. That's also <laughs> possible. Like I had to recently give up on on Pato Box because I was just too bad at it and I couldn't beat the third boss mm-hmm. so i haven't fired up that game in like two months i should probably get back okay. to it before and try to complete it before year's end um anyway mr glitch what have you been playing oh um well i mean like the rest of the planet i've been playing a lot of red dead redemption 2 but uh oh nice the rest of the planets have of course been playing that uh <clears throat> i picked up uh soul caliber 6 uh, oh. i'm a huge soul caliber nut 
Neat. Dating back to the old Dreamcast days. Yeah. Is that uh, the one with the scantily clad fighters, or is that like all of them? You're yeah, going to have to that's... narrow it down a little yeah. bit. There. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Murph, come on. It's like 95% of uh, fighting games. Yeah. Fair like enough. The 5% so... never, you know, those the 5% never, re, you know, was never released. So Yeah, the 5% that, like, nobody ever has seen that. And, uh, yeah, it's. No, Soul Calibur is with Ivy. Okay. Yeah. 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 That, those really scantily clad women. She's quite scantily clad, yes. I mean, yeah. Not 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 the most practical outfit for a combat situation, but yeah. I mean, there's a pedigree I mean, there. It's got to be better than Dead or Alive, right? <laughs> well, the, yeah. The, yeah, I mean, the, oh, the jiggling yeah. is a little more modest. Yeah, Jesus. And, and Dead or Alive. There's no volleyball involved. Oh, my God. I um, can't. Not that, um, I mean, if you enjoy Dead or Alive or Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball, no, no skin <laughs> on my back. Go enjoy I, it. Yeah, yeah, but I enjoy I, it's not my place to judge. Anyway, yeah, those, um, those pointy triangular Xbox era. Uh, I just, I just feel I, I guess. I'm always kind of embarrassed whenever I somebody new sees uh, Soul Calibur being played or like, you know, Dead or Alive or whatever, and they're like, Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> how old are you? And I'm like, Oh God, this is the worst. So uh, hopefully, maybe I, I mean, it, you know, let. You know, it doesn't hurt anyone, I guess. Let them do what they want to do, I guess. But I wish for a game where it's a little more, uh, you know, uh, handled yeah, a little bit. It's, it's more like, I don't know, at well, the end of the day, I'm just like, I don't like the feeling of being pandered to that much. Yeah, also that. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I mean, Glitch, you're telling shoot. us about the game before we end up yeah, the sorry, stupid sorry. tangent. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I went on a tangent. Sorry about I'm that. feeling incredibly self-conscious right now. I want to go ahead and thank both of you for that. So yeah, we're, we're super you, judging you, you for... Talk about, we're super judging you for your buoy fighter. Yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly. Talk about that buoy right. fighter you're talking into. Come on. Yeah, so what's right. Soul Calibur Six like? So in Soul Calibur Six Booby Fighters... Um, <laughs> okay. It's uh, it's something. It's, oh, it's what I like type. about it is, I mean, I've been playing the series, you know, since Soul Calibur One Booby Fighters uh, on the uh, mm-hmm. Dreamcast, and uh, the first couple of games in the series are probably one of the just the, one of the, the tightest um, uh, controlled fighters uh, that I've played, at least outside of like the two D realm. Mm-hmm. Um, very, you know, very responsive, very, very fun. You know, I mean, the games are very easy to pick up. You know, to the point where you're just mashing buttons, but uh, you know, to pull off the combos and to kind of uh, to to be able to, I guess, um, you know, properly counter a uh, you know an opponent's attacks and moves properly. Right to 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 pull the moves off or to or even to just you know defend yourself against um, you know an opponent. There's a certain amount of um, you know, practice and um, knowledge of the the, the different uh, characters' controls. Plus, there's a there's a there's a there's a there's a lot of generic controls that apply to all the characters. So, I mean, even if you don't know the special moves for the character that you're playing, um, you can usually do. I mean, if if you're well versed enough with the um, you know with the basics of the game, you know the uh, you know the, the the different types of horizontal and vertical attacks, the the, the grabs and the um, uh, blocks that you can do in it. Uh, you can uh, do really well, uh, you know, with a character you've never played before. Mm-hmm. And 
Soul Calibur's. So, there's like um, so skills kind of transfer from character to character a little bit. Yeah, a lot of them do. The the basics of the fighting are are almost exactly the same. I mean, the the big difference being um, the the you know the the moves that are specific to each character, uh, the reach of the character. Some characters have uh, longer reach. Um, some characters have you know short reach but have have uh, quick attacks. Uh, so it, it's it's you can pick a character that uh, you know appeals to your uh, play style. Some characters are really really good at chaining attacks together. Like uh, Maxi is a guy who uses you know nunchucks, and his single attacks are almost completely worthless. But if you can chain several of them together, you can just you know wallop somebody to the point where they can't respond. Now um, I've heard Maxi described as the Eddie Gordo of the. Soul Calibur series. Would you agree with that statement? Um, having no idea who that is, I'm going to go ahead and say yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so, really easy, spammy character that you can just like mash things out with. Uh, I honestly, you can you can chain a lot of combos together by mashing buttons with Maxi, but against somebody who knows what they're doing, they can get those. You know, they can get his combos interrupted pretty easily. Okay. Um, I, he's, he's not the cheapest character the, I mean, in the original, uh, Soul Calibur game, the, the big pirate guy, the big bad guy, his name is. Oh Sir. no, Cervantes. I, I've played as Cervantes. Don't you say anything about Cervantes being cheap. Come on. Oh. <laughs> um, just, I'm just looking I'm, at the roster right now and it has Geralt of Rivia yeah, and 2B does, for yes. some reason. Yeah. Well, also known was... as, as Birdo. Please, uh, it's it's really super smash. It's 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 really, yeah. Uh, smash, well, Soul, smash. In a lot of ways, Soul Calibur is kind of a, um, uh, it's a, a a spiritual cousin of Smash in that they they'll take characters from um, different franchises. Oh yeah, smush them into the into the roster for no particular reason. Like I think it was yeah. Soul Calibur. Was it? It was Star two Wars. or three brought in Star Wars characters, yeah. exactly like Yoda's, like, and, and it, it was different characters depending on what version, yeah, you know, what console you you owned uh, Soul Calibur for. Yeah. I think there was also Spawn. Link. Spawn was in it. Link was in it. Yeah, Ihachi. Um, yeah, yeah, a couple of the Tekken crossovers. I think Yoshimitsu is a is is uh, basically a Tekken character that they kind of um, yeah from yeah, retrofitted. Yeah, I. Yeah, I'm still floored by the fact that Geralt is in this game. I not mean, only he, in this game, he's, he's on not... the cover art. Oh yeah, he's oh, not yeah, a bad they'll, fit. They'll make though. a big deal out of their uh, out of their guest characters. They've always yeah, have. He's, he's not a bad fit though. He uh, he does like kind of fit the the aesthetic. I think. Yeah, because like, like the Witcher's combat my... is kind of brawly. I yeah. Can see it. Yeah. And um, like Tubi's got laser swords and shit. Yeah, it works. <laughs> Well, she's gonna, yeah. The uh, near Automata character is gonna be in in, in a well, that's DLC that's release. Kind I guess of ridiculous. That I, a future robot doesn't seem to fit the aesthetics of of Soul Calibur that much. Well, no worse than a you know Darth Vader. I, oh yeah, that, yeah, definitely. I'm not saying I'm, I'm yeah, Come yeah. On, the series has made, mankind, yeah. Eh? <laughs> the series has made uh, mistakes in the past. I didn't like the, the Star Wars thing, but I, I, overall, even though. It, at the beginning, I, I I I went on a tangent, but I'm a big fan of this series. I, yeah, I, really... it's, I mean, it remains my favorite of the fighters, and I, I mean, I've I've dropped off pretty much all the other, um, you know, mm-hmm. fighting games other than you know Smash. I, uh, yeah, I played uh, Soul Blade on PS One as my first mm-hmm. uh, 
I think one of my first, uh, except for Tekken 3, I think it was my first, like, a fighting game I got really deep into because, like, before that there was, like, Mortal Kombat, but I wasn't very good at that. And, that yeah, Soul Blade was my jam for a, for a long, long time. Um, yeah. Even though it was a worse version of Soul Calibur, but um, I think it came out before Soul Calibur, Soul Edge, I, or whatever they called it on Dreamcast. Uh, so I think if I remember right, it started off life as a arcade game called Soul yeah. Edge. Um, and I think it was actually based on, I, I want to say it was called the Naomi board, which was basically PS one hardware and kind of yes. an arcade form. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and then it and got ported to PS one as Soul Blade and that wasn't right. that great, but I still loved it. And then they like revamped it and. Uh, pushed it to Dreamcast as a, as this amazing game that everybody. Yeah, I mean, and they to. they knocked it. At, yeah, Soul Calibur was a system seller for the Dreamcast. Yeah, it, I mean, it's still you play it today, and it still looks amazing. Like it's it looks like it shouldn't be on the system. It does. Uh, it shouldn't work on the system. So it's still it's still amazing to look at. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm actually think about buying this one six. Um, I've heard a good things, and I'm I've I've I don't think I've played five i think i've skipped one you're but, not missing oh, much with five. yeah that's what i've heard so but uh, this one is is interesting to me and uh, also i've heard some good things about the uh, single player stuff could you could you tell us about that sure um so i mean the the story is as nuts as ever um, right. it's it's Typical essentially for a game yeah yeah it's yeah. it's it's definitely you know par for the course for a fighting game yeah um it's essentially a retelling of the original Soul Calibur story, but I mean, it is as inessential as the original Soul Calibur. Right. So, I mean, th- th- there are some kind of RPG aspects to it. Like, I've, I've, my character has leveled up. Like, you, you I mean, there, there, there's a couple different modes in the game. There's one I've haven't dealt in, delved into yet, where you basically you you play through the game. Um, Kind of like the Injustice series, where you play through the story as different characters as as the as the the game progresses. But I haven't gotten uh, very far into that yet. Um, the other portion plays a lot more like the classic Soul Calibur um, uh, s- story mode, where you know, the only big exception is that you create a character, uh, and then your created character uh, is is taken through different uh, encounters and you know different uh, geographic locations. Mm. Uh, a lot like the original Soul Calibur, they've expanded on it a little bit, and that your character can now um, either earn or buy different kinds of weapons. They can eat food. They give you buffs, um, you know, health buffs or maybe strength buffs and that kind of stuff. Um, the uh, matches themselves have different uh, rules. Like for example, they um, some some of the the matches might make the 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 floor slippery, like you know icy. So you're skating around on the place, and you try to avoid you know mm-hmm. falling off of the match while you're while you're pushing your opponent off the match. Or uh, ring outs might be completely disabled, and you, all you can do is just you know beat somebody into submission. Uh, or uh, in some cases, you might have to you know in in order to actually get an advantage. Like regular attacks may not work against a, a specific opponent. In order to get an advantage, you have to pull off the special combos or the uh, okay. the, the guard attacks and that kind of stuff. So oh, I mean, cool. it's it's the the story is dumb, just absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant. It's stupid, mm-hmm. but it's fun. It's a Soul Caliber game. <laughs> okay. Does anyone 
Does the narrator say transcending history in the world, a tale of soul and swords eternally told? Yes, as a matter of fact, he does. Fantastic. The, yes. Game of the year, right there. Game <laughs> of the year there, right there. Come on. Um, Congratulations to Soul Calibur 6. Yeah. <laughs> Science, what have you been uh, playing? Oh, God. I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay. Like everyone else ever. Um, yep. I can talk about it a little bit. I mean, you know, everybody has said everything that is to say about it because everyone has played it. So, so okay. And, Most important yeah. question. Have you verified that the horse testicles do indeed shrink in cold weather? I have not because uh, maybe I'm not that perceptive, but I haven't seen any difference in the uh, testicle width or, you know, uh, circumference or anything. Okay. Can you Uh, confirm that the male horses do indeed have scrota? I have not. I'm sorry. I haven't done my scientific duty. I f- I feel well, bad. About science it. is bad. As, yes, exactly. As your this name is, says. I, have you I observed your horse defecating? Oh yeah, that oh, I yeah. did. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, oh, that, there's that, there's horse shit in this game. Okay. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of horse shit. In this a lot game. of horse shit. Okay. So um, tell us about the non-private um, part aspects of the. <laughs> Oh man! Now... Tell us about things that aren't horse dicks. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be difficult because that's the main, you know, that's the main. The main... <laughs> yeah, it's the main plot I mean, point. I mean, yeah, your uh, character is a total swinging horse dick. It's exactly. So, yeah, at you know, some point it's... you just got. I mean, at some point you got to just move on from jacking off horses. Um... <laughs> well, hopefully, we will soon, but not now. Uh, no. Okay, so I did play like I don't know, like ten hours of it, maybe twelve. So I'm not, you know. Okay, so you're still in the tutorial. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the game, yeah, really is uh, there. It has a slow start. So um, yeah, as as many people will tell you, and it's uh, and it's a slow game, slow burn. Uh, but that's not. I I don't find that, uh, you know, to be a problem. Um, my dog is is barking. Please uh, ignore that. Uh, okay. That's fine. Yeah. He's, do, are there dogs in Red Dead? In the, yes, there are. Yes, and they you are. can yes, pet them. Yeah. yeah, you can pet the dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I should, and, not. Actually, my dog is uh, like whenever he sees a horse, he gets excited and he barks a little bit, and this has been a huge problem for me. Uh, but you know, I'm not going to. You know, he likes Wait, to do that. So is it a problem because you have like an X bone with a connect, and it's like. <laughs> Barking commands at the Xbox. Xbox, Xbox, turn off. Rough. <laughs> it's a problem because he uh, he he gets too excited sometimes, and uh, my neighbors may have might might have a problem with it. Okay. Um, but except for that, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've been playing for like ten, twelve hours, and um, yeah, I like it. I think I'm not sure. It's weird. It's... I think that's how I feel about a, ro- a lot of Rockstar games. Yeah, I think that's the feeling like... I have with L.A. Noire. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Okay, so it's more. Uh, it's difficult to describe because it's so w- wide. You know, it's such a big world, and there's they really did fit it fit a lot of stuff in it. Um, and I haven't yet unlocked everything that I can do. I don't think I've even unlocked like 50% of the things I can do after 12 hours. Um, 
like every mission rolls in new stuff that you can do still. Um, so I'm, I guess I'm still in the tutorial in, in a matter of, you know, speaking, uh, in a matter of speaking. Uh, but um, from what I've played, there are good things about it and that I really like. And there are bad things about it that I like that really bum me out. And the main story is neither of those things. So that tells you how much I... I don't know. People say that the main story is actually kind of interesting, but I haven't really be, been taken by it at all. Like, it's it's fine. It's, a lot it's of kind GTA of... stories take... Or Rockstar stories in general take a while to get going. Yeah. Um, like, it... L.A. Noirs doesn't get going until, like, the final act. So it's, like, 30 hours until you get to what the story is actually about. Yeah. It's like they design, like, a good like two hours to tell a story and then the first 20 hours are just drawing out the 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 like the beginning of the story um which is kind of weird but you know um i think the only time that's ever really worked for them was gta san andreas where it seems like the story's meandering for i'm I'm gonna spoil the story by the way oh Um, no yeah. <laughs> so Please, no. it seems like the story is just meandering and, and CJ is the, the protagonist is touring around the various cities and, and getting into all sorts of unrelated shenanigans that keep escalating and have very little to do with each other. And then eventually you sort of return to your hometown of, of Los Santos and all your old homies are like, dude, you've lost what are you doing? You've lost touch with your roots. You've been going off messing around with the CIA. What the hell's wrong with you? And so they turn the meandering part of the story into a strength. They make it part of the story. And I don't think subsequent Rockstar games have done that because it's really only a trick you can pull off once. Yeah, but I still, even in San Andreas, I liked San Andreas and its story, but I don't know if it did, like, if it did pull it off you know it's it it was a neat idea and i guess it fit into the story but all of that shit didn't matter to the story the main story didn't matter like all that cia stuff and like the hippies and like whatever you do in the desert like all of that it just yeah. didn't matter it was like side stories 90 percent through the game like um yeah no, I, I, I get that um yeah. but i think there's okay. sort of this this acknowledgement like yeah this is all side bullshit that you yeah. do for no reason um it's yeah but gotten it, deeper and deeper with the fucking cops yeah but it's yeah. still like the, the the most important things happen at the beginning of the story at the end like the a whole yeah. middle part you could just cut out and that i don't think there would be much lost in the in the story too much well i, no, I, I, just, could, the, I just think you need the kidnapping could. by the cops and that's oh yeah, yeah yeah i mean uh, just uh yeah. i have I'm, i would like to play standard as one of these days we'll get around to it but um uh, I yeah, want to like offer kind of a differing opinion on like the the mundanity of Red Dead Redemption. I think oh, so no, no, no. kind of helps, helps sell the game. I, oh yeah, definitely. I'm not talking it's... about the mundanity. Um, that's what that's one of the things actually that I like about it. Um, mm-hmm. I like the slow start. I like the how slow the game is, and I feel that it really fits the Western style. Um, it, it feels a lot like you're living in a Sergio Leone movie. Yeah, like, it does. Like, and... like outside of the plot of the you know the the, the the central story of the game, you can still do things that don't necessarily um, uh, you, you know they they don't push the story forward. Yeah, 
but, but it's yeah. stuff that you would if you were living in this environment it's stuff that you probably would be you know find yourself doing anyway you don't have to go to <laughs> go go to and buy some hard tack or shoot a deer and eat it and stuff yeah and, and then occasionally um, have a cool shootout with uh so do you think it helps you feel more connected to the character that you're playing or i think it does a lot okay mm-hmm. well okay so the uh, as i was saying uh, there there are two things like i things i really like and i think that is like the, the the things i really like and i said the story is not part of it because as i said it's not i haven't not far seen, enough like, into it really yeah it, yeah neither I am i yeah i haven't seen a lot of that but um i i, I I can't compare it to like you know GTA games or anything else because I yeah I haven't completed and I don't feel like it's not about the, uh, the how slow it is because yeah it's a it's a Western game the the whole thing about it is like long shots and like you know getting from from place to place is actually you know really important part of the atmosphere and the thing I like about Red Dead Redemption too is like the atmosphere like the the feeling that you actually it feels like you actually live in this world in a weird way. Like it, it, it does a lot. Like I don't think it con- I, I, I don't think I, I like Arthur that much. Uh, he, he's an okay character, but he's another one of those G- like rockstar type characters. And mm-hmm. some people will say, "No, that's not true. Arthur is different." And like, yeah, but he kind of still is that guy because he can. He has to take a lot of shit and tasks and stupid missions from all over the place and that is very very true yeah and he does the thing that every gta and every rockstar character does that he like does takes the missions really begrudgingly like he's like yeah i don't care what you say but i guess i'll take it and i it's like he's half listening to what everyone is saying it seems like and it's like he's above it all yeah, and it's like all or everything. Of the every everything is uh, is you know puts him out. You know. Yeah, it's like everything oh, is this a... guy. Like he comes into a bar and there's a drunk guy and he's like, "What is it this time?" And he hands you some list of things to do and he's like, <laughs> "I guess I'll take. I'll guess I'll do it if I have the time." And that's like ninety percent of the side quests in this game. So, can't you? Um, I'd love to see a rockstar game with like a do-gooder. Like, hell yeah, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> And like engage into what you're doing, like and not like be like, okay, I guess I get paid for it. So I, yeah, okay. Um, Speaking of which, yeah. it's, it's almost kind of a bummer that you can't play the game as a as a more of a like a Bioware E style, either do gooder or you know complete asshole. Because I mean, uh, yeah, I guess the... you're somewhere in the middle because you're this in this weird position of a gang member, right? That right. kind of wants to do right by people, but also is an outlaw. So you know. Yeah, it becomes uh, difficult. To... Yeah, it's morally gray, and I kind of like. Well, that. I mean, there there are aspects of the game that are not morally gray. I mean, there's there's a part where you have to, you know, bust out one of your. Uh, uh, I'm 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 not super far into the game either, but there was a part where you have to bust out one of the uh, your your gang members who got arrested, and you ended up slaughtering, you know, ninety percent of the townsfolk. Anybody, you know, the the, the game automatically, you know, in in addition to the uh, scripted sequences, the game also, you know, automatically basically arms everybody. Um, who's oh. wandering around? Who's capable of shooting at you? You know, if you if you get okay. into a so gunfight, like mo- that's like modern America. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're they're, well, they're dead. Let, yeah, let's get political. No, uh, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. We did that I last got, time. 
I I haven't gotten to the part where where you slur a whole time. <laughs> that sounds that sounds less great than I've been going for. You know, that getting seems like it's totally much. at odds with the um, game. Well, no, it's, no. I mean, you're still an out, you an outlaw. Yeah, I guess. But you yeah, are an outlaw. Yeah, you're. Um, but if, if you want to play the game as a total psychopath, the game will let you do it, and I, I would say it probably encourages it. For... That doesn't fit Arthur that much. Like he tries to be a good guy more often than not. Um, but you know, it all depends on your play style. But uh, let, like, you, it you know, sounds like we're in no Russian territory here. You know, let, let's not talk about ludo narrative dissonance, as they call it. In the <laughs> um, let, okay, that's that's still not that's still not part that really bothers me like it's you know that thing has been around in rockstar games for forever like you play as nico bellic and he really wants to all he wants to do is you know just be a good guy and like have live the american dream live the american dream and you just mow down people everywhere and you know you don't give a shit and it doesn't seem like the guy that would do that and you know just that's games that's video games with like open worlds you, you you can't you can't do that it's that that it's just not possible to you know put those restrictions on the player and says yeah yeah you said you can say this is an open world game but you can't do that you know whenever you want to do you just you got I mean, to other games do it. have pulled it off though like sleeping dogs pulled it off right if you I mean, start... you still get murdering people you still can do that and you still can kind of get away with it yeah, I don't... It's, it's a lot harder to get away with murdering civilians. Yeah, but you still can do it, off. and the main character would never ever murder a, you know, a civilian. And like, that's not the character in Sleeping Dogs that you play as. But you can make him do that. I mean, you can, right? But yeah. it's not the game very actively discourages it, which is I mean... not the case for say. You know, Grand Theft Auto 4. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, mean, I don't know that it's possible to do like a pacifist run of any Rockstar game. At least, uh, I think like for the most part, LA Noir really, really punishes you for doing anything with civilians, and that's pretty okay. LA like Noir, they try. Yeah, LA Noir punishes you. I'd say even less than Sleeping Dogs, but it still works. Yeah, it still works. Um, so yeah, it, it's not possible. So you know, I'm, I'm just, I just accept that kind of thing. But the thing that really bothered me the thing that really got on my nerves and maybe it shouldn't have because it's not a thing that's possible right now in video games but maybe it would have been i mean they put a lot of you know they've really there's a lot of work put into this game and you can see it like all of the trees move and whenever you go through the bushes you like uh, they move and you host horse goes through it you kind of just like duck under trees and yeah it's like really impressive but man i really got bummed out at one point in the game because i i saw this guy robbing dead people like i ca- came across this guy that seemingly shot everyone in a in like um I'm not sure what it was. Like a bunch of people that were traveling from town to like town. A caravan? Like a caravan, yeah. And he was robbing them. I'm not Still sure not if he shot them. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not sure if he shot them or not, but I was like, eh, that's not cool. Like, I guess I want to role play being a good guy, you know, kind of. Um, which, the, if the game allows you to be a total dickhead, it should allow you to play a good guy, I think. Um, and I, and I 
tied him up, I put him on my horse, and I went into town, like, going to the sheriff's office, because I thought, like, okay, he, like, really fucked everything up. Maybe I'll get a bounty for him or something. Like, why would they create this little scene if they don't want me to do anything about the guy? That wouldn't make any sense. I, I thought that, okay, they reported me for kidnapping, and they started shooting at me, and they killed me. And I was really bummed out about all of that. Mm-hmm. And the guy disappeared from my horse. And I yep. was like, well, this this was a total shit show. Like, I, I arrived in the town, guy on my, be- on my horse's back, at the sheriff's office, and I see a guy on the other end of the street pointing at me, running into the sheriff's office, and informing him, that I have kidnapped a person. No, motherfucker, that's not what I'm doing. <laughs> Stupid motherfucker. Like, what is your problem? Like, this is how the wild, wild west works, isn't it? Uh, I Okay, that, that really pissed me off, because I, I just wish that one day we can have that in video games. That yeah, yeah, you're, just... abs- yeah you're absolutely right. The, uh, it's, the, I mean, all the scripted events just work beautifully, for the most yeah. part. But, but like the, the, the random generated, generated. Yeah, yeah, creating your own adventure. A lot of them are really broken. Yeah, creating your own adventure like doesn't work a lot of the time. Like yeah, there's the a lot not, of cool. It, yeah, it the, the game does a lot of cool scripted events, and those are cool. But mm-hmm. you don't feel like it's only you that you experience them. It's like yeah, right. they've been programmed into the game. Everyone's going to see that guy. That uh, spoilers, the snake bit him, and you can give him the medicine or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you can, you will see that. And and these stories that I wanted, like okay, I caught caught the guy that was shooting people on on the desert and uh, on the desert, and like br- brought him to the sheriff's office and got money for it. Like, I, it the game was so close to being like. Yeah, you can te- you can like experience your own things in this in this open world and and it didn't it doesn't do that. It doesn't it doesn't do that. And that's a bummer because I that's it's my It's almost like the the realism of the animations and and the like pushes and the interactions yeah, and all that you. makes it seem it like it generates this uncanny valley effect. Yeah, where like well the rest of this thing. world world should yeah. work like the real world and then it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, they, they do that... such a good job, like 95% of the animations, you know, the characters interact yeah. properly with their environment. It's that 5% that you see where they don't, where something breaks, like a horse is accidentally, you know, spinning randomly in the air or something like that. Yeah. Those are the ones that really take you out. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, I... it's, it's I, I, you can't blame the, the developers because they put so no. much effort in, in, into the 95% it's just a, a limitation of the technology yeah right it's not what they were going for and I see that it's not like they didn't invest that much into like oh tell your own story they invested a lot of time and money into let's put you into a world and let you experience the thing that we programmed for it right. and when it like like that part of it works well and I'm not criticizing that part and if you're into that when it comes to like open world games then yeah sure cool but after like legend of zelda uh you know breath of the wild breath of the wild i'm i'm kind of shifted i i've shifted to like seeking to you know just experience my own stories in open world games and this doesn't really do that and 
that's a bummer. But also, I, I, yeah, I'm still enjoying the game. Like I've played poker for like two hours of that, twelve hours that I've been playing the game. So, yeah, I still kind of get sucked in into this world, and um, it's still very cool, and it's still extremely well crafted. But yeah, that it's not quite what I want for my open world games. So yeah, I, I'll see how it goes when I get deeper into it. But for now, that's my. Uh, yeah, that's how I feel about it. I've definitely done that thing where I've gotten sucked into like a card game mini game in in a yeah triple triad Final Fantasy VIII represent. <laughs> so you know what it was for me, and I don't know if this game was was a thing in the United States uh, or elsewhere in the world, but in Canada we had this game called the Yukon Trail, which is really sort of like the Oregon Oregon Trail except for for the Klondike Gold Rush. Um, and when you got to uh, sort of the entrance to, to the Klondike, sort of the, the towns uh, at the entrance of the passage there, um, you could go to a saloon and gamble playing this game called Klondike, which I think was sort of like a mixture of hearts and poker. I don't really know how to describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I played that game like mad. I got like mad good at it. Merv, um, mm, you know what? Teach me Klondike. I always wanted to learn Klondike. It seems like you're an expert right now. I mean, I, I'd have to go fire up my own my old Yukon Trail <laughs> CD, which <laughs> but I think you know is at my to... parents' place. <laughs> um, and my parents don't live in the same country as me, so oh. that's going to be a little hard because uh, yeah. I live in the States now. Um, but that being said, I, I think um, what, was, what was really funny about it, though, was this is an educational game like the Oregon Trail. Mm-hmm. So there are parental controls in the game, and you could like disable gambling in the options. Oh yeah, oh so, yeah, like, the devil's game. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the devil's game. I think what you could do is make it so that you could play Klondike but not gamble. So you oh, could just shit. play like Klondike for free. <laughs> like everybody plays Klondike to gamble. Like what? <laughs> what? Like come, okay, that's funny. Actually, I. <laughs> <laughs> I think the f- my I I am drawing a complete blank with the name of the game, but uh, in the original Knights of the Old Republic games, uh, there was a card game uh, mm-hmm. built in that you could just piss away hours and hours on. It was a lot oh. of fun, and uh, I am the, completely drawing a blank. The Fallout games have Caravan as well. That was that's yeah, that's the popular one. What's the one in The Witcher called? Went um, uh, Gent Gent. Gent. I don't know. Gwent. Gent. Well, Gwent. I don't know. Ghent is the, the treaty that ended. Ghent is a city in Belgium, and also the treaty that ended the War of eighteen twelve. Um, Everybody got that's that. A hist- that's a history yeah. lesson for you guys. Also, the War of eighteen twelve ended fact. in eighteen fourteen. So, <laughs> Fun hey, how fact. long did that hundred years war last? Well, longer over hundred years. years. <laughs> longer than hundred years, weirdly enough. Yeah. Who's buried uh, in Grant's tomb? Pardon me. Is it who's buried in Grant's tomb? I, 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 I just don't making. Know. Sorry. I don't okay. Know. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't know anything about American history. I, it's a dumb, corny <laughs> joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was. Uh, you are making that joke to the wrong audience here. <laughs> I'm making dumb, but corny I, jokes. No, but, dumb Midwestern corny jokes to the wrong audience. No, but somewhere out there, someone that's listening into this podcast, you made that person chuckle, and that's important. <laughs> and that's think, all I, I think care. Americans sort of. Yeah. Uh, 
sort of underestimate how how much Canadians learn about America. We learn like nothing about America we, in our education system. Also, like nothing. Like we, we Americans nothing. learn nothing about anything that didn't happen, you know, uh, within the last fifty years. Within I don't know, probably a hundred miles of each border. So you know, don't feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> like we we learn. Okay, here's what we learned about it. We have like one unit on the United States in like grade three. Mm-hmm. And yeah, by the way, it's grade three in Canada, not third grade. Um, and then, <laughs> and then in hi, in high school history, we learn about American history to the extent that it influences Canadian history. So we're like, oh yeah, there was a civil war, and some of loyalists fled to Canada. Oh yeah, slavery was a thing, and black people fled to Canada. Um, that so that <laughs> like that's the extent you learn about American history in Canada. And we just like learn nothing else. So we don't look like we don't even like talk about the Civil War in detail. We're just like, oh yeah, there's Civil War and it happened. <laughs> oh yeah, we, yeah, it's okay. We, All yeah. I learned about Canada came from Strange Brew. So, <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, sorry, it wasn't the Civil War that caused the, the loyalists to flee to Canada. It was the Revolutionary War. How See, I even got my were. history wrong. How dare oh, you? Yeah, um, you're going to get letters now. I mean, but the ignorance works. The, the ignorance works both ways, though, right? So, like, um, oh yeah. So, for, so mm. for instance, um, you know, I one of one of my friends in, in college, she was from the United States, and she ha- uh, was having a conversation with us, and she praised James Madison as this gifted, very intelligent statesman. In Canada, James Madison is the asshole who started the War of 1812. <laughs> you know, you, if you go to Canada, like, there are a lot of things named after American people there. There's, like, there'll be things, like, you'll see Kennedy Street, for instance, right. right? But there's, like, nothing named after Madison in Canada. There's, like, nothing named Madison, and that's why. Just mm. like there's nothing named Brock in the United States. It goes both ways. Um, anyway... Back to video and that, games. And that was, uh, for you kids out there that want to learn more about history, uh, yeah, stay in school. The more you yeah. know. Don't yeah, think stay drunk. in school. Don't, don't play video games. Don't They'll play fry video. your fucking brain. Don't follow our example. Um, although, if you do get addicted to video games, there might be redemption for you. Mm. <laughs> you can't play poker in Dead Red Yeah, Dead. I don't know why I didn't segue into this from Red Dead Redemption. I don't know. We were talking about I, poker and then Klondike and then I don't I, know. Oracle I don't know what the hell I was trying to do here. That was the weirdest segue. Okay, anyway. That's pretty good. It um, all stays in the show. Yeah, okay. So now we don't have to cut any of our bullshit out. That's good. <laughs> uh, like, Kappa's going to be listening to this editing. This is going to be like, what the fuck are what you guys talking about? Yeah. Anyway, but, um, hey, hi Kappa, we love you. <laughs> you're, you're the best, Kappa. Okay. Yeah. You know what, Kappa? Please edit this out because we didn't actually mean it. <laughs> <laughs> we were lying. Not kidding. Kappa's the best. Um, so we're gonna talk about redemption, and what do we mean by redemption? And not Ooh, like in, yeah, not like in like a, a WWE redemption voice. Um, so a lot of games start out kind of crappy and a lot of series start out kind of crappy and then they patch them up or release sequels and make them not crappy. Mm. So which game, just, just to start this discussion off, which games do you think are, have redeemed themselves after shaky starts? 
like either through patches or DLC or additional content, um, or even like a sequel that redeemed itself after an initial shaky entry. Mm. Now I've been thinking about this a little bit. Uh, that's a lie. No, I've been I've been thinking about this uh, a little bit, and like I was thinking about. Do we count like unfinished games that are kind of, you know, building themselves up to release, or are we talking about only just like released games that have been really crappy at the beginning? Um, I um, mean, even even games sometimes that appear like garbage in pre-release and then are changed in response to to feedback might might qualify. So, mm. what do you have in mind? I mean, you you. Um... I think like a lot of games that went on to have a sequel were really improved. Like I, I think you already like typed in like Assassin's Creed into your um, list that I saw, and uh, yeah, I I think that Assassin's Creed improved the most, but I wouldn't call Assassin's Creed like busted. Um, like it PC didn't have one was a very different game with a very different yeah vision than subsequent yeah games. it's completely different it feels like they went in a completely different direction with assassin's creed 2 and it's the same thing with you also wrote mass effect and mass effect 1 and mass effect 2 are very different games in um mass like effect the... 1 is like it's an rpg yeah it's like, an rpg it like it's like knights of the old republic rpg like really goes hard into like customizing everything and like worrying about those points that where you put everything and mass effect 2 is like an action game where they're like don't don't care about that so um i don't think it really you know it's it depends on what you say about redemption it's like uh people that weren't interested in rpgs definitely went and played mass effect 2 and enjoyed it and they wouldn't be able to go back to mass effect 1 i think at least a lot of the people yeah uh, yeah, Mass but... Effect One was was a weird game in a lot of ways. Yeah, because um, it sort of had its foot in both in both worlds, and I really enjoyed it. But a lot of people don't like it at all. There's there's a lot of micromanagement in Mass Effect One. That I mean, it's it's fun if you enjoy that kind of stuff. But after a while, I mean, you, you spend a lot of time uh, uh, just uh, dealing with your loadout and dealing with the different types of weapons that you, you know that will suit your environment. And if you get the that wrong. Is... You don't even spend that much. You don't even spend that much time doing useful things. You spend a right. lot of time just like selling off garbage loot. That's like ninety mm-hmm. percent of your your management with the inventory, which is why I really like the Mass Effect Three system where you could, you know, customize your loadout and customize weapons and do that and do all that nonsense. But it, it wasn't in a way that was extremely intrusive. I uh, would like. Would like. Um, Fortnite be an example of a thing that actually people, you know, got into it after the they, you know, patched in the uh, uh, the battle royale. Yeah, yeah. So Maybe. that was a game that I think nobody really talked about or played when it was first released. Like the the paid for mode. That's sort of the the core of the game. Yeah. Nobody really talked about it very much. It kind of went. People like it. It reviewed well, and then. Nobody really talked about it. And then they released their, their PUBG copycat, and it blew up. And now it's way bigger than PUBG. Um, I think making it free to play was, was the key there. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah. Now they're making... They must be raking in money hand over fist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you know, 
I search on the internet right now for like really busted games, and uh, I re- remember when Final Fantasy XIV was re- had to be revamped because it was such a garbage game, and now it's like really popular. Like that's a big turn about. Like yeah, it's yeah. one of the one of the most popular MMOs now, right? Yeah, and like I mean, it's not it, World of Warcraft, but it's up. No, there. yeah, but it has like a diehard fan base, and at the beginning it was like really crappy from what i've heard um so yeah that's like i i wish i could talk to somebody that's really into final fantasy 14 because that scene is really interesting like there's a lot like, i've read about final fantasy 14 uh, rock paper shotgun did um uh did uh, an article about like going to final fantasy 14 convention and it was okay. as interesting as it was enigmatic so if you're into that like like evil nine also has this microcosm of of like things that happen in this world and uh if you're into that, those kind of stories that yeah, yeah you i advise read that article because it's it's a very strange thing um yeah, but fun it's strange for me because i never really meet people who are super into mmos i mm-hmm. think they're sort of their own social group that i just never interact with for whatever reason mm-hmm. so it's it's strange to me yeah. but you know they got they got their devoted fan base so oh yeah oh it's super devoted from what i've read it's <laughs> like so yeah it's a, like a real um fan like a convention for diehard fans that it it was hosted in las vegas which may tell you something about how much people wanted to go to that convention uh that, that they showed up in las vegas nobody wants to go to las vegas I think Las Vegas is a place you go to once and then, like, never again. <laughs> and yeah, only for a couple a, of days. Yeah, it's a good place to scratch that edge. You know, hey, oh, let's see the Blue Man Group once in our lives. And then... <laughs> I mean, let's I Let's watch Penn and Teller pull shit out of their asses. And there we go. <laughs> okay, that's I actually saw Penn and Teller in, in Las Vegas when I went Did earlier you? this year. Uh, it was good. Was he um, scratched? Yeah, I mean, I don't really want to go to Vegas ever again. I Have enjoyed... Klondike in Las Vegas. I, I don't gamble, so no, <laughs> I, I only gamble in video games. That's a lie. You gambled in that game when you were a kid. Don't you know? <laughs> I only gamble with fake me. money in video games, not real money. I don't. I don't play. Like, drug man. You know, I don't play poker. I don't trade stocks. But what is real money, uh, Merv? Let's talk about bitcoins. <laughs> I, I'm I'm more Bitcoin. I'm more pro Bitcoin. I think than. Uh, than people who who share the rest of my political views, um, oh, but we don't need to get into Bitcoin. Change, let's change. <laughs> let's change subject. Let me tell you about the blockchain, guys. No, fantastic. No, I, I make <laughs> fun of I make fun of like shitty cryptocurrencies cool, all the time. Like, hey, you have you guys like... heard about Q? Oh, let me no. hear. Let me. <laughs> no, ser- seriously me though, you. like, do, pick any noun and then write coin, and then do, uh-huh. do a Google search. Like, you can do like. Bear coin or love coin, and then just like do a Google search, and then you'll you'll come up with. You will come up with with a cryptocurrency. It'll be like a cryptocurrency with that name. Okay, let's look this up right now. Is there a glitch coin? Glitch coin. Um, Okay, no, that that didn't work. Well, we know what we're doing after the podcast. Hey, I called this. Okay, damn it, I called this. Yeah, yeah, I, I got blog digdish coin. 
Uh, no, I think oh, this is just boy. a Spanish blog. It says Creador de Memes. <laughs> and then there's a, a, a Sheldon Cooper meme. Mm. Yo soy el creador de los memes. Oh. Bazinga no es cierto. <laughs> you know, I I understood that because Big Bang Theory crosses like cultural borders. That's how we we communicate in the future. I think. Okay, I don't Big think this. Bang. I don't think this is a. Oh, Big okay, Bang Parsons. Big Bang coins. Okay, glitch. There. Okay, so there is a coin. There is a cryptocurrency called Glitch Coin, but doesn't have like an official. Wait, 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 wait. Website. Is there a Bazinga coin? Bazinga coin. <laughs> Come on. There has to be a Bazinga coin. Bazinga bucks. Bazinga coin. BZC. Make money writing comedy. Oh, fantastic. Are you tired of hearing the same memes? Memes with an apostrophe S because uh, yeah. they don't have grammar over and over again. Are you tired of hearing the same jokes that your grandpa told you when you were five? Here's a solution. Bazinga Coin is creating the world's first decentralized internet comedy database to document the best jokes ever written by man so it can be historically proven when the comedy was written and when it was acknowledged. Well, let me tell you something. I'm investing like all my money into Bazinga Coins right now. So I get that the stealing jokes is a big problem in the comedy world. How does the blockchain resolve this? I, well, I, you can trace know. your joke. You know, you can you can trace your your mama's so fat joke to uh, you know the originator. Uh, oh and yeah, and then it'll be like half every, every, every single exchange of your mama's so fat joke. Uh, uh, to you know, thousands and thousands of uh, transactions. You know, your mama's so fat transactions back. Uh, it all mm-hmm. makes perfect sense, really. Okay, do you have a PowerPoint presentation? Because I'm intrigued. <laughs> um, okay. What are we talking about? I don't know, some bullshit about Ethereum. <laughs> uh, we believe in the science of comedy. Oh, okay, they're inclusive. We believe in the science of comedy. Jokes should be objectively funny, disregarding sex, appearance, or age. Oh, I like that. We want that, to know the okay. core of the joke and what makes people tick. Ah, objectively okay. funny. Mm-hmm. How does that work? I, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I, okay. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm so a guy slipping on a banana peel. That's objectively funny. I mean, you said a guy. That's that's a man. Oh, that's ah, about shit. sex. Fuck. Yeah, has to well, be a, a non-gender specific human. Oh yeah, okay. Maybe even not a human. We don't know. We don't identify. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and say that a water buffalo slipping on, you know, four bananas all at once, that probably qualifies as objectively funny. No one's. Oh, I'm laughing. I am laughing also. It's like the buffalo, 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 buffalo. Do I have to give you uh, Bazinga coins now for laughing at this joke? Oh, shit, you do. I think so. (laughs) I think so. I think we're. That's how it works. Um, Yeah, so this whole crypto boom has, has, like, made graphics cards super expensive now and is using a lot of electricity and is ruining gamers lives because um, we can't afford graphics cards anymore i don't know where i'm going with this i'm trying to bring this back to video games but i'm not succeeding <laughs> you know um, what was the busted fighting game street fighter 5 at the start there it was really bad but then it got better it, Thank you for has, that not segue. It's got battle coins, which are also cryptocurrency in a way. <laughs> so, so it had like a premium like a premium fucking currency. Like you pay for the game, yeah. it's just like do more microtransactions exactly. now. That's how we go back into video games with uh, <laughs> bullshit cryptocurrency. That's not crypto, that's just like 
premium yeah, fake ass yeah, currency premium. of the currency. Yeah, it's yeah. The, the Chuck E. Yeah. Cheese tokens of the video oh, game. Oh, yeah, that's definitely that. Yeah, but see, the Chuck E. Cheese tokens are why it's not gambling. Right? Whereas. <laughs> Damn yeah, it, I that... want that oversized novelty comb. Only 10,000 Okay, now, now we brought it full circle back to, back to gambling and crypto. Um, no, uh... <laughs> no do you, are you saying Chuck E. Cheese was a gambling den? Oh, it's yeah. A, it's it's fucking it was gambling a, for kids. Like, I will hear none of this, pizza. sir. <laughs> Mr. Chuck E. Cheese was an upstanding citizen. Wait, is, was? Is he dead now? Did we yeah, kill the fucking mouse? Is that he what is we did? definitely like dead. Explosion. Exactly, yeah. Okay, they all died well, in a plane crash. He, he got buried with his cryptocurrency. <laughs> the Chucky coins. Chuck coin. <laughs> it's Chuck coins. Okay, yeah. A lot of the games busted. What were you talking about? <laughs> um, There is no Chuck coin, but Chuck operates like a numismatics store. So mm, if you're okay. a coin collector and want to sell coins to Chuck, go to Redding, California. Yeah, definitely. Okay. At 2930 Bikelli Lane, mm-hmm. you can find Chuck's coin. So a little bit of free advertising for you, Chuck. Chuck yeah. will accept any kind of cryptocurrency. We are not sponsored by Chuck's coin, by the way. We are. We are not sponsored by any form of cryptocurrency. We actually, actually, we're, we're not sponsored by Dollar Shave Club, Club, right? What? We're sponsored oh, yeah. by Dollar Shave Club, and we're sponsored uh, for Casper uh, uh, mattresses. Yeah, Nature Box. Nature Box. They're all supporting us right now. Exactly. And what's that stupid website thingy where like you go and you make yourself a website and every podcaster on the planet Squarespace advertises Squarespace? That's it. Squarespace. Yeah, Squarespace. Squarespace. For people but, who don't know how on, Google Sites let's works. Not, yeah. Let's not say bad things about advertisers. We don't know when where we'll be in the future. We, we, we're never if we ever make money. money off of this, I will apologize profusely to Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me money, Squarespace. I'll stop offending your shit. Okay. That's the science's bad guarantee. Yeah, we like we like to hold our sponsors hostage. Exactly. Squarespace, you suck unless you pay us money. You, you suck shit. Now pay me <laughs> big bucks. This is gonna get us into even more trouble than, than whenever we make fun of Randy Pitchford. Sorry, Captain. Um, yeah, Pitch, I'm surprised Pitchford hasn't set his lawyers after us yet. Well, I mean, let, I don't think he. I don't think he knows we exist. Yeah, don't sue the avocado. Exactly. <laughs> we are a peaceful bunch. We don't um, want to. So yeah, that. Street Fighter V, it started out kind of crappy, and then it got better. So what was crappy about it at launch, other than the fact it didn't have multiplayer, I think, passion, or single yeah, player? It, no, it didn't have any kind of single player. It was a really rough deal to, uh, to, play, to buy that game, because you didn't have anything to do. Uh, there was nothing to do except multiplayer matches. matchmaking yeah it didn't really have any tutorials basically it had some challenges and that's it like you know how like fighting games get better and better with tutorials and like trying to teach you how to fight and like yeah street fighter 5 came out and said fuck that you just thought, yo this is street fighter you already know what street fighter is all about and i was like no i don't like you added a bunch of things that i'm not sure how to do and they were like well tough shit um so yeah this it wasn't it wasn't good at the beginning it was a it, it the, the fighting itself was pretty good although t- people still are like very very grumpy about street fighter 5 because it simplified a lot of things it um removed a bunch of um uh the moments where you can like there's a lot more frame 
frames of animations where you can make connections to another move like it's okay, you don't so have you to feel be, like frame perfect tricks yeah anymore. you don't have to be frame perfect like the frame like in street fighter 4 i think the some of the moves had like three frames when you where you could like link the move and right now the minimum is like seven or something i'm not sure i i am i might be pulling that out of my ass but okay, i so i know they that made it a little simpler yeah they made it a little simpler and people are pissed off still about that but okay but so how did the game redeem itself no all in, yeah those people are still pissed but um the game really got better with like inclusion of single player content like every character now has like an arcade mode that they can go through and it's not much but it's something it's like 15 minutes for every character like three fights or something and there's this big story mode that's like something similar to uh mortal kombat's story mode or uh, you know injustice story mode a little bit like that it's of course not as good really like silly and over the top yeah yeah and but it's like links fights to an uh, you know uh with cutscenes and uh changes characters throughout the story it's yeah it's kind of interesting and you know it, it 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 there's a bunch of challenges now and there's a tutorial that kind of teaches you things yeah it's it's way better but it's still not as good as when it comes to single player as like Neversoft or, or yeah, maybe even, yeah, Soul Calibur. Uh, so, yeah, they, it's still not the greatest, but it's... It's, it's gotten way, a lot better. It's gotten a lot better and for free. It, all of those were free updates. Yeah, so, I've heard that arguably it, things that should have been included ex- yeah, in the game yeah. at launch. Yeah, I don't even know if that's arguable from what I've read. I've, I've never played it, but I guess it was kind of a mess um yeah I mean, there, there was it was a game where you know you, it was 60 dollars plus a stack of uh you know micro transactions for additional dlc for stupid stuff yeah and yeah there's still and so kind of suffers from that already um there's already i mean there's a 30 dollars season pass which unlocks a whopping one character and then some stupid outfits mm-hmm. uh, or you can just unlock that one character for five bucks mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So, so uh, Calibur's kind of heading down. Yeah, that doesn't too, sound like a great value proposition. Yeah, like all of the fighting games suffer a little bit from that. Like the latest Mortal Kombat was riddled with like, you know, uh, DLC garbage up front. Like you, like they were trying to sell you the things to, you know, like characters and costumes and all of that. And you know, it's not it's not only Street Fighter Five that. You know, goes goes in that direction, but Street Fighter Five definitely like lacked any other content for like yeah, to 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 make people interested and and yeah, was a bummer. But now when you pick up Street Fighter Five, I know during a sale or whatever even because it goes on sales frequently, you you will be definitely getting your money's worth. So yeah, okay, that's that's good to know that they've they've added the content that should have been there in the first place. Yeah, um, they do that a lot with, with games these days. Like, No Man's Sky is a completely different game than what oh. it was when it released. Yeah, I've like, been to reinstall and try that ever since I found that out. I have I, I bought it. I haven't. I, I bought it. I played it. I got bored. I haven't touched. I, I installed it because I needed the hard drive space, and then I haven't touched it since. I've been, I've been meaning to come back and check it out. Yeah, I don't know if they can fundamentally like fix the the, the fact that you know just walking around samey looking planets is boring but maybe they've done something interesting i don't know 
Listen, when you watch Star Trek Enterprise, it all looks very exciting exploring the galaxy. But truth be told, it's probably really boring. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, you know, it's just a simulation of what it would be. Yeah, it's a boring I... simulator. Yeah, it's a boring simulator. What do Life you want? Life simulator. <laughs> um... Go to your work. Earn your paycheck. Yeah. Um, no, one of the... If you want like a really mundane simulator, um, so I saw Start a friend life. of mine. Dark life. Okay, like I mean that 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 game actually had a point. Um, I saw a friend of mine, and this game has not been translated into English, by the way. But I saw a friend of mine playing this game on Steam called, I guess, it translates to Chinese Parent Simulator, <laughs> and it's like you're you're supposed to be like a, a mom or dad raising. A, a kid in, in China, and you have to like make sure they succeed academically. And there are like match three mini games involved in doing this. It's really weird, um, but apparently kind of addictive. And now I, I want them to translate the game into English so I can play it. Um, yeah, that game exists. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of video games out there. I think like. Anything that you can think of is probably somewhere at this point. Like, there's a lot. Yeah. So, you know, games from all over the world get made. And yeah. not all of them get translated into English, for better or for worse. Uh, but, like, if you look at their Steam page, it's just, like, 20 comments of, when is this coming out in English? When is this coming out in English? You just learn Chinese. How hard could that be? <laughs> Come on. That's, that's not going to happen anytime soon. I mean, I could, I could just, like, play it and ask her to translate for me, but I don't think that would work so well. Um, anyway, so moving, moving back to, to games that, that have redeemed themselves. Um, so, yeah, No Man's Sky is apparently an example of it. It's just a completely different game than it was when it launched. Um, another one that, I, that got kind of mixed reviews when it was launched was Mar Mario Tennis Aces. Because it felt like it was launching sort of bare bones, mm. um, but then they patched in additional single player content. Mm, so a very similar issue to Streets by Your Five. Yeah, but I mean there were, there was like a full fledged single player campaign that oh. takes you know, you know about eight nine hours to beat. Yeah, and then they added in uh, more single player content in a patch, and then they've been adding in free DLC characters every month. Mm -hmm. Well, so I think. Now, the... I, like I don't Berta. know if they were DLC, DLC so much as that they were, which is something that was a little frustrating uh, about Mario Tennis Aces, the new one, or whatever, um, is that the characters were locked, and the only way to unlock them was to dip into the multiplayer uh, facets of yeah. the game. So I mean, eventually... Release a month, it releases a month early, basically, yeah, yeah. if you do multiplayer. Um, which is yeah. fine if you care about multiplayer, but if you don't... Oh, I don't. I haven't, played, <laughs> I haven't even fired up the multiplayer ever. Yeah, I, I, I tried it long, just long enough. I, I tried it. I biffed a couple matches, and it got me my unlocked characters, and that was it. And that was before Nintendo started charging for the uh, online service. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I've ever taken my Switch online really, other than to to like have an online profile. Mm -hmm. I have like one friend on it too. I just haven't bothered adding anybody because like fuck friend codes, man. Oh yeah. Um, in any I case, agree. In any case, they've added they've added a lot more characters now, and I think originally it seemed like kind of a threadbare roster because they're missing 
you know, a lot Birdo. of actual merit. They're missing Birdo. How do you launch how, without Birdo? How could you miss Birdo? Like, that's yeah. not, come on. Well, I mean, once again, Birdo is a wide awake nightmare, so I'm not really feeling that bad for it. Okay, come on. But if I guess that's not, just my own opinion. You, if, if Birdo disappeared from your nightmares, you would miss Birdo too. If. <laughs> Let's have that happen, and then I'll let you know. Okay. Birdo is, Birdo is so cute. Birdo um, is the cutest. Yeah, Birdo, you look know, into Birdo's nose, you look into infinity. You don't know if that's no. It's a nose. You don't it's know a what, nose mouth. It's both. You don't know what part of a body is that. You okay, it's know. not a cloaca. Right? Yeah, it's you don't know. Face. Okay, it's a bird, isn't it? Birds don't have cloacas on their faces. That's not what, how. What, okay, so what do birds lay eggs with? Exactly. They're cloacas. Yeah, and what does Birdo spit out of its whole mouth? A high pressure cloaca. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it, it's a pressure mortar cooker, launcher. It's but... a pressure cooker cloaca. So how? Do, how and that's that... your. And that's the episode name: pressure cooker cloaca. I there don't think we, I don't think we want to put the word cloaca in an episode name. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was all. I, we're already pushing it with battle condom anime. People were like, <laughs> "Why is it called that?" Um, it's intriguing, see? I, I mean, I can't even remember why it's called that. <laughs> I don't remember what the joke was. I just remember somebody said Battle Condom Anime. I was like, oh, that's the title now. Um, yeah, anyway, so they added they added Birdo in. And you know who the most adorable is, though? Yeah. Blooper. Blooper. He's so adorable. I love him. Like, Blooper's in it now. That's cool. Yeah, Blooper. Oh, yeah, He's Blooper. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he goes like, bloop, bloop, bloop. And then yeah. he like celebrates and smiles when he wins points. He's the best. That's great. Yeah, fucking Blooper, man. Um, yeah, so that's a game that, that I think has sort of redeemed itself by adding in more content post-launch. Um, I think kind of the, the biggest example of this, of this though, is uh, Diablo 3, from what I've been told. Never played it. Do you guys remember when Diablo 3 launched? I, uh, I remember it launching. I don't remember <laughs> because I wasn't able to get a hold of Diablo 3 because nobody was selling it because it was sold out. If I remember right, it was a hard game to just get even get yeah. running on a PC. No, I, I, I couldn't. I, I, I really wanted to buy it, and I couldn't. And that was also kind of a Wait, Wasn't up. it available digitally? Uh, I don't remember. It was some kind of like weird thing. Like, they... I remember, like, like it was artificially out restricted in, digital supply. Yeah, I think like no, I think it wasn't coming out in Poland like later on digitally, and there were only CDs, and they were like, "Oh, we're all our CDs," so that mm. uh, was annoying as hell. Yeah. Um, so remember when it launched? There was this Arrow Thirty Seven. No nope. people would like weren't able to like connect to the game because it was always online. Oh, yeah. I remember that now. Yeah, yeah, and then they had the real money auction house. Mm-hmm. Oh god, yeah, the trying... real money auction house was such a freaking disaster. Yeah, um, so that 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 fucked some shit up, and then they patched out the real money auction house. I believe now they have an offline option for the game. Yeah. They patched that in yeah. as well. So yeah they changed the game completely and now people like it as opposed to i mean they had to do a lot of adjustments to allow to because they'd essentially built the game around the real money auction house so they had to change the way loot dropped and everything diablo 8 yeah. diablo 8 diablo 8 diablo 3 is such a weird game isn't it though 
it's like such a weird game. Like it's such a big game, and yet it's like a clicker basically. Only if you're not playing on a very tip, like super hard difficulty, it's the easiest game in the world. Like I, I you cannot die, and if you even if you die, there's no consequences. Uh, if you're not playing Iron Man, like I, I'm still. I like Diablo three, but I basically play it and play a po- uh, listen to a podcast. Um, it's weird that it's like so popular. Yeah, I, I don't know. Blizzard fans are are their own like. It's Diablo sort of its own its own thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's become Diablo such had a, a. I mean, it had a great pedigree. Diablo two was a wonderful game. It was more involved than Diablo 3, I think. Like, Diablo 3 is even... Like, Diablo 2, you could screw up and die. And in Diablo 3, not only is it very hard to die, and you die, like, in a second, sometimes you can't even... Okay, I'm going on a tangent why Diablo 3 is a weird game, but I still enjoy it, and I guess we should move on to why it was messed up at the... the, uh, I mean, they fixed it. By the time, like, the Necromancer... It was messed up for a lot of reasons, though, right? Yeah. Um, and it, it became like, um, like it became like a black mark on, on the company, right? That they they'd done this, and it sort of ruined Blizzard's reputation for a while. Until I'd say at least until Overwatch came out, and then they sort of redeemed themselves with that game um, because it became super popular and everybody loved it at release. I think Overwatch uh, like is more popular than Diablo at this point, right? Oh I yeah, so definitely by far. Overwatch is just Overwatch has a level of cultural penetration that's unparalleled in in the video game world. Yeah. I have never played a second of Overwatch, yet I could probably name you almost the entire roster. Mm, that's impressive. Come on, go, 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 go. Uh, like now you put me on the spot. No, nah, okay, so there's there's like Symmetra, there's Merc. Yeah, there's Mercy. Spark. There's Sparky. Don't forget Sparky. Um, yeah. There's the one that does the underhanded thing, who's evil. Um, yeah. There's the one that blows bubbles. The, the uh, bubble man. Bubble man. Bubble, bubble man. Bubble um, man. I think you're uh, just naming Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, Merv. Come Either on. that or, or Mega Man robots. But, okay, let's okay, so, five. Okay, let's, let's actually see. Let's see how far I can get. Yeah. So there's Symmetra. There's Mercy. There's yeah. Farah. Um, there's Orisa. There's Diva. Um, then Soldier Seventy Six, Winston, um, the cowboy dude—I forget his name. Reaper, <laughs> John Wayne. There's uh, kind of two cowboy dudes. There's okay. The... Then there's Lucio. You're right. There's, there's the whole Lucio also... Ball thing. Um, who else is there? There's um. Oh God! Now I'm drawing blanks. Uh, Torbjorn. Jesus. There's Junkrat. Yeah, uh, for a person that never played the game, you know a hell of a lot about its characters. Yeah, Winston's the gorilla, right? Yeah, um, Winston's the gorilla. Yeah. Then there's that that old sniper lady whose name I forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, sniper Wolf. Sniper Wolf. Sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, wait, have you played Overwatch? Science? <laughs> yes, a bunch. <laughs> okay, like... so. so... So you can confirm that I'm naming actual characters, right? Yes, yeah. We've yeah, actually just like... been humoring you this whole time. We have no <laughs> idea who you're talking about. Man. Oh, yeah, there's May as well, the the Ice yeah. Frost Lady. Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, you, you've done pretty well. Yeah, so I've named like half the roster. I think so, yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a hamster in there somewhere, too. Yeah, Hamataro, I think it's called. Yeah. Oh, yeah, then you, 
that that's the new character, right? Yeah. They, no, the new character is like the, the Western lady. Yeah. So there's like a new, new, new character yeah. who's like the Western lady. Then then there's a new character who looks like um, uh, David Bowie. Oh, yeah. uh, and then there's the new character who's a hamster. Yep. Okay. So hamster. And wasn't there like a like a Scandinavian lady that they added? Uh, yeah, Bridget or something like that. She's... Bridget, yeah, that's yeah. her name. The yeah, Engineer she's the lady. daughter of Troll, Troll, Torbjorn. 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 Yeah. yeah. Doesn't Torbjorn just go around saying Torbjorn? Torbjorn. That's all he ever says. Torbjorn. He's Don't like a Pokemon. Name. He's like Torbjorn, <laughs> and he's just like runs around like Pika Pika, but like Torbjorn. 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 And then you hide him in you in your Pokeball. Yeah. Okay. Tor- they-, they should make them all like Pokemon. I like choose you, Torbjorn. Torbjorn. Yo, I I would so play an Overwatch RPG that's just like them them fighting against each other, but with like RPG powers and it's single player. I think that's and, Hearthstone. And <laughs> or no, that the 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 the, the overhead whatever freaking shooter that they came out with that that it's now like a, a mission. Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, that's it. The what? Yeah. Heroes of the that, Storm. That's a, that's a MOBA. Oh, yeah, the, uh, MOBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, MOBAs are still a thing. Do people still play MOBAs? I like, don't know. Like, do people still play Dota 2 and, and I'm Smite? sure. I'm sure they still play Dota 2. Legends? Like, uh, yeah, nobody the, talks about MOBAs anymore. I, because everyone talks about all this other shit that came out. Fortnite and, like... But, uh, yeah, because then hero shooters were a thing, and now battle royale games are a thing. Yeah, now battle royale games are a thing, and who knows what will be the thing in like two years. Y'all remember at, like the E3 PC gaming show this year? Oh yeah, it was just there were like I think three or four different battle royale games shown yeah. off. Remember when like there were like four mobas coming out like at one time? Like on, like it was crazy. Like there were like I remember like a. Like playing four MOBAs at one point, like not at the same time, but like one after the other, and it was like Jesus Christ, this is insane. And now it's the same thing with battle royale games. It's so weird that all these fads have passed me by. I know I sound like an old person when I say that, and I think I'm actually the youngest person on this podcast. But regardless, <laughs> um, it, it's it's strange. I've never played a MOBA. I've never played a battle royale game. I don't think I've ever even played a hero shooter. Actually, I mostly I played these games because I I just played games with my brother, and whenever there's a new fad, we just kind of like play a new multiplayer game. But I haven't played a I haven't played a battle royale game, not even once. See, my sister basically once she graduated high school just stopped playing video games, so I don't have that connection with her, mm-hmm. and so I just don't have a reason to to like pick up these kinds of these co-op or multiplayer games. Like I'll sometimes play them with old college buddies. Also, I should call them university buddies because I went to university in Canada. Uh, college means community college in Canada. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Wait, are we talking about Canada again? I guess. I mean, okay. Have so, you played so, Klondike in college? I'm sorry, university. Yeah, so we yeah we call it university in, we in Canada, like the rest of the world. And yeah, then yeah. It, college refers specifically only to community college. We don't have college at all. Or like we diploma just... granting institutions. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, that's that's Canada for you. That's but, Canada. Anyway, so my old my old undergrad buddies. That's unambiguous. My old buddies from undergrad. Um, I pl- as I know, play video games with them. 
mm-hmm. but then like I don't have a reason to get into these these multiplayer games, so I just like never end up playing them. So I don't know about the MOBAs that started off crappy and ended up good, or like oh this battle royale game was bad and they patched it and it ended up good, or this battle royale game was bad and then it caused the company to go bankrupt and now they're dead and now Cliffy B doesn't have a job. <laughs> um, I mean that's not why. I... Will find a job, I'm sure. He he's a talented man. He'll find something to do. Yeah, what I don't know if he called? wants to. Radical Heights or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I think the state in which they released it tells you everything you need to know about it. Because um, they they were like bleed, they they were like going bankrupt. They needed a, a cash injection. It it just didn't come from Radical Heights. But the state in which they released it, the the what's emblematic of it is. They had in like the character selector, they had like a placeholder for female characters, and they're just like, female characters will be coming soon to the game. Like, they just hadn't built the female character models yet. It's <laughs> a very strange thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so just like male character and then like a placeholder for female characters. And, like, I fully believe that they had every intention of doing it. Oh, yeah. And, like, but it's I, a I get, very like, you weird pick a default. Thing. I get like you pick a default and then you, you test it with one and then you build the other model. Fine. But like you're putting it out into the world like that, especially after, you know, Cliffy B's made a big show of, of saying, yeah, we, we really care about putting diverse characters in our games. And we're definitely going to do that. Sorry, like internet bigots. This is what I do now. Um, and then he releases this game, which is like, yeah, it's just dudes. Sorry for now. <laughs> Um, so that tells you the state in which they released it because I don't think they would normally want that out in the world. It tells you how desperate they were to, hey, to whatever, get some cash. What happened to Unreal Tournament, the new one? Has anyone ever played that thing? Like, I remember like it being unfinished and then I lost track of, of its development. I, I played, Unreal Tournament? I played the original many, many moons ago. Yeah, there's a, there game. was a new, there was a new Unreal Tournament, and I okay now, now I need just, to and and, I need to and remember and Quake and the new Quake. What happened mm-hmm. to the new Quake? I don't, I didn't even play it. There was new... I don't hear people talking about either anymore. There was a Quake Four. Yeah, uh, the, and then there was the new Quake. The, no kidding. Okay, yeah. Unreal Tournament is upcoming. Oh, it's not mm. even out yet. Yeah. Mm. Um, and the, about the Quake came out. The, the new Quake came out, I'm sure of it. But it did... Oh, okay. Let me actually tell you tell you what's going on. Since July 2017, there have been no new updates. The bulk of the developer team has since transitioned to develop and maintain Fortnite Battle Royale. <laughs> the development of Unreal Tournament was confirmed to be halted indefinitely in 2018. Oh, no. Well, there we go. That's a oh, no. Oh, so that, that's Battle Royale games are why you don't have a new Unreal Tournament. And, uh, yeah, Quake the new Champions. Quake is out. Quake Champions. Quake Champions is out. Quake Champions. But that's like a free-to-play shooter. Like, what does it have to do with the original Quake at all? I don't know. <laughs> they just they just made well, to be honest, new... Quake 2 had nothing to do with the original I was Quake. I was just about to say, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I don't know what... They should make... They have all this IP that they're sitting on. They could make new like a new single-player Quake, and it would probably sell. Oh, yeah. Quake, uh, Quake Champions uh, would be made free-to-play and open 12 players on August 10, 2018. So I suppose it's already free-to-play. If you want to play uh, Quake Champions, you most definitely can. Not that I you mean, want. I don't, I'm not really a deathmatch person. I'm really yeah. bad at deathmatch. I mean, truthfully, like people moved on, moved on from like those kinds of 
video games. Like, I, I'm not surprised that Quake that didn't make a huge comeback. Uh, isn't Deathmatch still huge in like the Call of Duty scene? I mean, that's Call of Duty. That's like it was like a fad after before like these fads, right? So right, it's like Half Life very... Two Deathmatch is a thing. Yeah, Half Life very... Two has multiplayer. Yeah, but it's a very specific type of Deathmatch where you like you don't have a lot of health, right? You just ha- can like take one or like two shots. Overwatch yeah. introduced a deathmatch mode and I don't think it's really taken off. Yeah. I think people like, tend to prefer the the team yeah uh, modes better. Yeah, just curse your you just just curse and call names and like to, to say that your players uh, teammates suck. That's what people like to do these days. Yeah. See, you, you know what game was really ahead of its time in 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 terms of multiplayer, was do you guys remember Command and Conquer Renegade? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, yeah. It's been yeah so that was like the central multiplayer mode in that game was a team-based, sort of capture the flagish kind of game. It was basically like destroy your opponent's base. Mm-hmm. Um, was the objective there? Remember StarCraft Nova? Oh yeah, that was a. <laughs> the the character's yeah. still around. Nova is still something of a something of a. Um, a phenomenon within you know the the Blizzard lore. I think she's in. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. And isn't that weird? Like that's also like a part of this subject. Like, hey, uh, we know that this game will come out like too crappy to for our <laughs> standards, so we're just not gonna you know put it out. Which is only a company that has you know a lot of money can do that kind of thing. Like most companies, you know, it's crappy, but we, you know, we wasted a lot of money on it. Like, we will release it and get anything from it. We have to. And Blizzard's so, like, oh, we're sleeping on money, so whatever. We we just we care more about our reputation than uh, the state of, like... So you're oh. referring to StarCraft Ghost, correct? Yeah, yeah, StarCraft Ghost. Yeah, that's the name of it. Okay. Yeah, not Nova. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So... Weird. Yeah, that, that was weird. I also, mean, the, that, the Titan MMO that they made, that they just sunk, that, like, huge amounts of money. And I've just heard that, like, Diablo 4 was, like, scra- scrapped totally. Like, they had a version, like, a third-person perspective uh, Dark Souls type uh, that they were working on. And they were like, nah, this is garbage. We don't like it. And it's Yeah, this is garbage. Let's make a phone game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No, but they Whoa, started working that. on like, like Diablo two like uh, isometric Diablo four again, and they were like, yeah, that's why we haven't announced anything for Diablo four because this is all like in flux. You know, it's not we're we're not sure if it's going to exist even in a couple of months. This version that we're working on, and that's that's only Blizzard could. <laughs> do these kind of moves like oh yeah we have sunk a bunch of money and time but yeah this game is just that it's not it's not good so there's one game that that not not made by blizzard that actually fits the fits the bill here do you guys remember this game called six days in fallujah that never came out no uh, no no so there's supposed to be it was supposed to be this this first person shooter set in iraq um that was supposed to take a very ground's eye view of the conflict and, and you know, portrayed the conflict um, supposedly in a very sensitive way. Hmm. Um, but given the controversy surrounding it, in fact, let me just look up what exactly the, 
the controversy was so that I'm not um, really? yeah I think I think basically it was supposed it was made by Atomic Games uh, which is a, I believe a British studio um, and no they're American sorry they're in Austin Texas anyway um, so this American studio is making this game that was supposed to depict you know the conflict in, in Iraq in a, in a fairly sensitive light um, and essentially anti-war groups stopped its its release, especially, you know, given the opposition to, to the Iraq war and how controversial that, that conflict was. Yeah. Um, like, they were making this back in, I think, 2009. Yeah. At, at a point where the Iraq war was still very much ongoing. Mm-hmm. And so because of the controversy, it never ended up being released. And, you know, there's a... I mean, you can argue, should we be glorifying an, or depicting an online, uh, sorry, an ongoing conflict in a video game? I don't know what the correct answer to that question is. Um, but it does mean that, you know, Konami ended up dropping the game because, like, it's too controversial. Sorry. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I mean, there were... So, there were you know, too soon type arguments made for games set in the Vietnam era. So, I mean, you're, you're going like, down a like hell of a Battlefield, range. Bad Company to right. Vietnam. I mean, yeah, they, that... they they were still like saying like World War One representation would be like uh, for Battlefield. They were like, I don't know about that because that World War was really messed up. So glorifying it, it's still kind of like, and that was, you know, almost... You know, like a couple of generations ago. So, you know, I don't think there's like an expiration date on like something. There are no living World War One veterans anymore, I assume. Yeah. I mean, there were when I was a kid. Um, yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. Uh, now World War Two veterans are, are slowly dying out as well. Um, World War Two yeah. is a bizarre exception. It's, it's almost it really is. fictional in, in the way that it played out that for whatever reason like there's just... this larger than life villain yeah right? but Good i mean there, there are video guys. games dating back you know there are world war ii video games dating back as long as there have been video games yeah but but uh, think about yeah, even like, like killing the nazis has been basically the that's yeah the crux yeah. of video game villainy but, but think about like the representation of world war one and world war two in any other media also like world war two is represented in a bunch of stuff and world war one is like not really like not many people are making things about world war one mostly because it was such a convoluted conflict that you know pitted like uh, brothers against brothers and like it, all of that horrible things that happened that yeah war. it was a much it's... more morally ambiguous war yeah it's, too i it's, mean i guess world it's... war Two, you have your good guys and your, yeah. your bad guys and there's a very harsh yeah very, very 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 strong delineation between the two yeah i mean Part of that is arguably due to, to the American involvement that sort of has given America's huge... It's been mythologized you know, quite a bit, conflict. definitely. Yeah, it's been mythologized given... Mm-hmm. You know, the American involvement causes it to be mythologized given that, that they are the progenitors of most pop culture in, in the modern era. So uh, as to your point about World War One, so it's definitely not a thing in American pop culture, like, at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a significant part of canadian popular culture and uh, english world war one, england yeah. yeah england as well so like 
growing up and, you know, you remember, like, so we have Veterans Day in the United States on, on November 11th. Um, and in Canada, that's Remembrance Day, commemorates the end of, of the First World War. Um, it's a much, much more solemn occasion in Canada. Mm-hmm. And and so like every every year on November 11th, kids in schools go to Remembrance Day assemblies where they're not allowed to applaud at any presentation that's made. They wow. all wear poppies on their on their lapels or over their hearts, and they're just completely silent for like an hour or two while people read poetry or perform music relating to the the end of the the war. Mm. Um. And the other thing is that because World War One is such this, this, this pivotal moment in, in Canadian history and also for in like Australian history, British yeah. history. Um, I was going to say World become, War One was probably it, it probably seen you know is much more significant for Australians than the, than you know people in the United States as well. Yeah, because it, for a lot of former British colonies, they're still sort of under the thumb of of their former colonial masters, like on, on the, the, thumb, the thumb of the Britain at the time. Um, I'm thinking of like the Battle as, of Gallipoli. Um, yeah, it was seen as them like like sort of asserting their independence on the international stage. Mm. And so it became part of that, that the, those countries' mythology. So there are a lot of Canadian World War I films, mm. um, which like, I mean, sometimes they're co-productions with, with British, uh, British studios because there's not that much Canadian film money lying around. Uh, but like, there's films about say the Battle of Passchendaele that you wouldn't, but would never be made in America because, you know, they don't star Americans. Um, so yeah, World War One popular culture is just not. I mean, mm. a it's because it's more it's a more solemn thing. It's hard to depict it in popular culture, and also b it's not really an American thing. Mm-hmm. So it is depicted in the pop cultures of the respective countries that were involved in it, just not so much America mm. and. It, in Poland, just... in Poland, it's kind of interesting because we didn't really have a country uh, at that time because of the uh, yeah partition. So for a hundred years, we didn't have a country, and at the end of World War One, we regained our independence. So it's mostly like a, a patriotical, like for patriotism, like a, you know uh, the the, uh, <clears throat> the when there was like a. Well, uh, the, the uh, 100 years anniversary was this year, right? So it was like a big, patch, uh, you know, uh, for, uh, for for Polish people. Like, oh, yeah, we regained our independence more than like, oh, yeah, World War One was ending. Uh, so it's a different perspective. So, yeah, th- those two things get conflated and then one, yeah. one obviously takes precedence. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, moving back, I guess, to... Um, video games that redeemed themselves oh yeah we were talking oh, yeah. about that this, is a video this game was a video podcast. game podcast wow this, this was a video a, game podcast at this some is point. a meandering podcast that's Kappa all right we have to cut like 50 percent of this nothing's worry. we'll keep it all in this okay. is good con- this is good hashtag content i'm making a hashtag symbol with my fingers right now but you okay. can't see it because cool. we don't have a video budget sorry guys um <laughs> we will in the future if we will get sponsored Yes, I mean it's it's just come on, Squarespace. You want us to stop talking shit about you? You know, pony up. I I literally, we literally just have to like turn on our webcams, um, or (laughs) like 
What are you talking about? That cost. I'm not. Money. I'm not putting my ugly mug out there. <laughs> well, I should I'm point not. out. You know, I mean, if we're gonna go down this road, I should point out that every time I've recorded one of these, I have been bare ass naked. Just okay. Well, I've starts. been. I. I. I am not bothered with that, but maybe don't turn on your uh, uh, webcam. Yeah, I don't want to turn on my webcam because I'm wearing a MAGA hat right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm not. I wouldn't do that. Um, I'd keep my, my Trump support quiet. I'm like Lenny from The Simpsons. <laughs> I just can't show people how I live. Okay, I'm kidding. Um, just, um, yeah, Lenny. No, not Lenny. Um, okay, sorry. <laughs> Uh, back back to to video games. So why why do you think we sometimes see a lot of a lot of video games with these shaky starts? I mean, we've been making video games for what thirty forty years now. You'd think we'd have kind of gotten it figured out. Why do we keep seeing these games that get released crappy and then become better later? Well, for the so this, I would say for the same reason we see this in you know movies in television series, you know. Uh, I mean, it's it's one thing to have a pedigree of you know decades. It's another to, to to be able to come up with a with a whole you know entirely new IP or idea or game design or whatever, execute it and pull it off you know wonderfully the first time around. I yeah. mean, when you have a good base, it's easier to build on that, like making a sequel. That's like yeah. But when it comes to movies, it's it's dif- different. Like like sequels to movies aren't necessarily always better because movies are like concept ideas that you have one concept and you execute it but when it comes to tv shows you can you have you can have like a crappy first season and then better second season and even better third season and so on and yeah, it's like, like yeah parks and recreation right? yeah or like yeah, yeah i was talking with star trek yeah star trek hey, 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 I, I knew it i knew it yeah. We're always so talking talk about, about Star the, Trek. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about the, uh, the the series that good god it was lucky to make it out of the first season yeah <laughs> oh Star Trek really got lucky. So yeah, like yeah. Also, video games like yeah. If you you have like controls like gameplay and you can refine them over like couple of games and you know they get better and better because it's like the more people play them and the more it, like it gets focus tested, right? So like really, the first game is like you're figuring stuff out still in a way. Yeah, I, I think, a, and as for individual games, not just series, um, one one reason I think that that they they sort of release in this state is because development Funny. schedules mm-hmm. development schedules are so compressed that they just don't have time to fix bugs. Yeah, like, yeah, we can pat we can patch it post launch. Definitely that. Like they well, have yeah, like I mean, a date. Yeah. I mean, there's kind of an old saying. Well, I don't know, the old saying, whatever. You know, the, the early adopters are the beta testers these days. Oh yeah, that's that doesn't seem it's like true. an old saying. That's why it wouldn't like, exist one hundred years ago. Yes, back in the old days. Back in the old days, we had beta back testers. Back in the old game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. They have to meet like you when know. When our grandchildren are listening to this recording. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, gonna be like. You but don't just hollow. You didn't just hollow jack yourself to experience <laughs> video games. I don't know. You have to like you guys, use a keyboard I, and a mouse. What the I, fuck I, are you hollow, talking about, Grandpa? Hollow jack. It's like a baby's toy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Back to the future. Um, 
Yeah, but yeah, it's mostly because of like uh, schedules and keeping schedule. Like Street Fighter Five, good example because they really wanted to like have a like a complete game coming out on the release date, but they just couldn't. They just didn't do it. They couldn't pull it off. So they said, "Yeah, we we'll, we are just coming out with what we have at this time." And you know, when we finish the rest of the thing, we're just going to add it as a free DLC and. You know, that's it. That's the just like hmm. can't really do anything about it. Like I Capcom a... is like bleeding a lot of goodwill doing shit like that yeah. though. Yeah. They they could just say, Okay, we are release, releasing like six months later, you know, or something and that that would have been I think acceptable. Like people would be pissed, but like it's better to just come out with a good product out of the gate than like spoil a bunch of goodwill. Yeah, I personally Apparently would rather... Apparently Dimps is capable of doing this, right? Dimps released the latest Sword Art game, right? They're the, they developed the latest Sword Art game, and apparently that was pretty good. Mm. Yeah, Fatal Bullet was apparently pretty good. So, there you go. D- let Dimps do their work, and they'll do it properly. If you don't give them enough time, then you end up with Street Fighter fucking Five. I'm, I'm pretty sure... I'm not an expert, but I'm pretty sure there has to be something with stockholders. Like, you have to keep when you say you're going to release something on a, some date, like if you're if 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 you have stockholders, like you have to release yeah. it on that date, and that's the, that's that. So yeah, it's I, I'm look. What's the release date for this? February sixteenth, twenty sixteen. That that right. It's core. It's Q one, uh, twenty sixteen. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is like the end of the, the it's the last quarter in the fiscal year. Yeah. So yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. They need to make their their fiscal year yeah. forecasts. So that's bu- that's a bummer, but it's probably why. Yeah, that's money, and you know, having obligations like yeah, you, you gotta do it. Right. I mean, it's it's probably sucks for Dimps, but I mean, they Dimps is still getting work and good work, so probably can't complain too much like not to say anything about like kickstarters that like are two years overdue for a release of a product so oh yeah i i still i know people love kentucky route zero but i shit on cardboard computer all the time for not adhering to their schedule yeah um but it's again it's better to like you know not release something than uh you know release it at at that like right now with like really shitty uh controls or buggy game or whatever thing maybe it's... yeah i mean I, I i respect that these things require a lot of polish um yeah. but i i will not withhold judgment on people for being unrealistic oh yeah their schedules. definitely and i get why people are pissed about it and that's that's why i would never uh you know uh, kickstart anything because that seems like a nightmare. That seems like a living nightmare. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I would I, never be able to manage it. Yeah, I think if you if you approach Kickstarter as a gamble rather than an investment, it's probably oh, easier yeah. to swallow. But I've never kickstarted anything either. No, I, I I think I kickstarted a couple of things, but I was never like really invested into them like i i decided i wanted to see what's going to happen like you said kind of a gamble like oh this might be good and i'm investing money into it but uh, i'm not like expecting the final product to like be excellent i'm just like hoping that whatever comes out will be interesting in any way yeah so yeah so that's... i've i've thrown money at 
two Kickstarters and two figs. Um, so I've kickstarted A Hat in Time mm-hmm. and The Good Life, and I've figged. Um, that's there's got to be a better verb for I that. Figged, I figged it. I figged it good. Oh, God. Um, I, I figged Birdo. Um, <laughs> oh, no, God, no. Okay, now, uh, now I made it weird. Uh, um, you made it too far, Merv. I think Mr. Glitch has just like gotten up and left. Like, <laughs> fuck this, I'm out of here. I can't deal I with am, it. I am not going to be associated with this product. Uh, yeah, you degenerates. Was cool. yeah, he was cool with me, like fake, like faking love for Trump, but like talking about figging Birdo, <laughs> that's too far. Yeah, you figged him where into what? This no, far, Irv, no further, <laughs> no further, no further. That's nope. what Birdo said. No, nope. uh, figging uh, the way. Come on, okay. Okay. oh the nightmares. Oh god, yeah. this, this podcast is now X-rated. Well, um, bitch. Guess who's coming to your nightmares? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, so I, I crowdfunded on Fig. Um, yeah, you figged it. What's it called? Psychonauts Two and Consortium: The Tower. Well, if you bring it, so if, hopefully okay, those. If, if this results in another Psychonauts game being, uh, you know, released, you can fig whoever you want. Are all for are forgiven. You can fig whoever you want. Just give me another Psychonauts game. Yeah, I mean, it's set to come out next year. I don't know if they'll they'll adhere to that schedule. I, it, I'm guessing it'll probably be delayed to like early 2020. Um, but the schedule says next year. So hopefully it comes out and hopefully it's good. And I will play the fucking shit out of it because I fucking love the first Psychonauts. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I will fake here, that here. game good. It's pretty good. Play Psychonauts, um, all you all you people out there in internet land. Play Psychonauts. Uh, you won't regret it. I mean, the game is pretty good. The, the design is great. It's fantastic. It's funny. But like some of the gameplay is like not not great at this point. Like I've played it not long ago, and it's like kind of cumbersome. Some of it, some of it gameplay. I never found that, but I have weird <sighs> opinions about 3D platforms. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, it, I I might be in the minority, but it's an older game. I put it this way: I like DK64. I straight up, I straight up think that's a great game. I mean, um, you're a little so, bit biased because you picked Birdo for this one. So I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, I can't like you know just I. Hey, I, I didn't fig DK. So <laughs> didn't you know, fig, you didn't fig DK. Don't fig me, bro. Anyway, let's just let's just move on from this. Okay, let, let me look up if "fig" is actually a verb that means something. Okay, oh God! Just in no. case you're saying something oh, super no. offensive and we don't oh, realize no. it. Yeah, sorry, Kappa. So Kappa, uh, I have to cut this all of this. If out. we just rule thirty-four it ourselves, we're, we're really sorry. Okay, so "fig" means one of two things. Oh God! Uh, to fig up or to fig out means to dress up or rig out. Okay. Not so bad. Okay. Second definition: to administer stimulating drugs to a horse. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Well, Birdo is so, not a horse. He's a bird. You might you might do that. Birdo's got a long face, though. Birdo's got you know a bit of a horse face there. Yeah, I guess uh, so. I can see that. I mean, Birdo could be is... a beast of burden, a beast of yeah. Birdo. So you just kind of administered some drugs into Birdo's organs. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I'm feeling a lot better about this. If you, if you fig your horse in, in Red Dead, does it poop more? <laughs> you gotta fig him. 
I couldn't if imagine you fake it. Him too much to, if you fake him too much, do his testicles just like completely shrivel up? Just gotta fake him good. Have okay. you faked your horse lately? He might need it. Don't don't fake him too much though, because then he'll get hair in weird places. Because <laughs> um, then he'll go blind. On your palms, <laughs> you'll get hair. And... Well, okay. Like hoof hoof hair? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a thing. <laughs> okay, hoof hair. That yep. that could be the title of, of this um, episode. <laughs> okay. I got major hoof hair. <laughs> Whatever uh, that means. I... I don't fucking know. <laughs> I... Okay. Uh, moving what on. What are we even talking about? I don't know. Okay. So. So how about them um, games that were, you know oh, like the, okay, were bad yeah. and then got good? How about yeah. those games? <laughs> those games. Yeah. We're so bad at podcasting. Um, yeah. So. Okay, so we see shaky starts kind of because like so this you know, it's very difficult. To... It was a very shaky start, but we got better. Uh, yeah, how many again. podcasts have been have come before us? <laughs> um, this is episode forty-one. Okay, well there we go. Um, so we, we, we fucked we it up the first forty times. We <laughs> continued to fuck it up. Um, oh, we knocked it out of the park tonight. It's pretty oh, good. Yeah. yeah, this is an now, entertaining episode. There was figging. This is, this is the most tra- this is the most train wrecky podcast since the one I recorded with uh, I think. Uh, it was you and Banner Thief. It was Signs and Banner Thief. Jesus. That was Whenever like the most trailer. I'm on a podcast, things go off the rails pretty hard. Uh, they're more fun I that mean, way. I think I've been pull- pulling it off the rails more than you guys today. I think I'm just I have like no encouraging right you. Now. Yeah, I put Banner Thief on a podcast. It's just going to go way Oh, yeah. Fun. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the... Uh, we love you, Banner Thief. Oh, yeah. Banner Thief. Banner's a cool dude. He's a cool enough dude. Um, so we, we sort of know why, why video games have shaky starts either you know they 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 may misread the market or they just don't have time to polish the game uh, are there any games that are currently out that you think could be polished either they're the first game in a series and you think they they could have a better sequel or you think that there's a game that could be polished or, or fixed up with some some patches or dlc mm. interesting mm. thing about red dead redemption i think like they went in a kind of a different completely different angle they took a completely different angle on that like red dead redemption one kind of a similar game but i have heard a, a bunch of people said that they don't like red dead redemption too as much as the first one so um yeah i think that that game kind of changed in a, in a different in a, in a strange way but, uh, not not to say that red dead redemption one was uh was a failure or anything it was a huge game and uh, very well received but uh definitely they they did something different with it in the sequel. Like, I think it's not exactly refined. Um, definitely not the controls, but yeah. But it's 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 weird seeing how Rockstar works with with sequels and and refining and all of that. And I I just want to see what Rockstar does next. Maybe they will have a interesting sequel and it works. I don't know, but probably GTA will be next, right? It always is. Yeah, I don't know what they could do to fix GTA at this point. It's weird. GTA 5, it's such a weird thing. GTA 5 is sort of disappointing me. I think it's also that video video game culture has kind of moved on from GTA. Yeah. In a way. Um, I mean... <gasps> oh, oh, I know, I know. Sorry, sorry. How about that Fallout 70 whatever, 60 whatever? What, Fallout 76? Yeah, Fallout 76. Yeah. That's, a, that's a trash fire I heard. Yeah. I've, I've heard so many different conflicts. I mean, it seems to be like the game is good if you're playing it with a group of people that 
you know, that, that, that work out well. And then I've heard it absolutely totally sucks. Yeah. I guess it's since it's entirely multiplayer or almost entirely multiplayer. Um, it's, I've it's heard basically, it just shouldn't be soloed. Hmm. It's also Could super glitchy, but Could they like add some things that would they? Okay, so if is it a by design thing that it shouldn't be soloed, or did they just not have enough content for a single player person? I don't I think... think it even has a single player component. I, I don't and, think. Yeah, but it doesn't really have interesting single player aspect to it, right? It's all one world, right? So how exactly does it work? Is it like instance-based or is it like MMO? Yeah, you're in an instance with like, I don't know, 10, 20 other people. I'm not sure entirely how it works. Um, But what they should really do to... I think the, the reason why people have responded negatively is because they advertise it as like, oh yeah, you can play by yourself if you want. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, so you can play with the group if you want. You can play by yourself if you want. Like they're trying to reassure the Fallout faithful that they weren't abandoning them, yeah. and they should have just owned that they were abandoning them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people tried to play a solo game. Like this fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, but and it, I don't okay, think it's their so, fault because yeah, that's how it was advertised. But sometimes I think like uh, if it ha- if it sucks when it's solo, like like the gameplay, like you might. It, enjoy the company of the people you're with more than the gameplay like what oh, that's what does, yeah totally what, true what does it say about the gameplay if like it sucks when oh. it's so-, so i'm gonna say something semi-controversial left left for dead fucking sucks yeah but i played that game for i don't know how many hours with, <laughs> with yeah. some old undergrad buddies me too just because we would use it as we would use a skype with zombies yeah that makes sense um like, I mean, we abandoned it the second we started playing Payday because we're like, yeah, Payday actually is fun as opposed mm-hmm. to Left 4 Dead, which is garbage. Um, but oh, we'll yeah, just emails now. If we haven't oh, yeah. got emails before about the figging, now we'll get the emails. Yeah. And and now now um, I just remembered figging is, is sticking things up your butt. So. Okay, yeah, moving on from that. Uh, yeah, the Left 4 Dead, like <laughs> it wasn't. I'm not, I wouldn't say it was a bad game, but it was definitely very simplistic and not not quite fun uh, if you like are joined to like with a bunch of random people. Like it was, Shooting it was only terrible though. Yeah, it, well, like, it feels like you're fighting. It feels like you're firing. Um, it feels like you're firing like a laser gun. It just, yes, yeah, but it, there's yes. no weight. But it has some cool mechanics for like. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, I get. Um, I mean, the, the fact that it basically punishes you for going off and and doing your own thing when you should be looking out for your, uh, you know, compadres. I always I always kind of admired about that. Mm-hmm. There's there's not yeah. a lot of co-op games that really you know go out of the way to make sure that you keep co-op. Yeah, uh, like the way that Left 4 Dead did, and then you know, and it, I think it does a really good job of alerting you when you know somebody needs help, and it and it, it rewards you for working together. I uh, think that the one thing that it was genius at doing was like making you the the mode where you control the monsters. Like that was extremely like uh, asymmetric multiplayer is 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 not found found is is not very frequent like two teams that co- are completely different uh have uh, have completely different mechanics it's hard to do and they did it very well um 
Like I, I so, it was very good. You know, what I remember as like the first instance of this. Yeah. Do you guys remember Perfect Dark? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So they had counter operative mode, where you could you'd have two people hooked up to, mm-hmm. to the N sixty four, and then one would be playing as Joanna, yeah, uh, the protagonist, and then another would be playing as like a random henchman. Oh, that's cool. cool. And you could like hunt down Joanna and kill her. Oh, I remember uh, Splinter Cell had like mercenaries and spies mode that also had that totally kind of thing. Like uh, spies were trying to get into a complex and mercenaries were like trying to uh, protect the complex and they have completely different abilities and like objectives. So, yeah, well, that was also cool. Bringing it back to, you know, the games that at least have a lot of promise, if not necessarily polish, um, Friday the 13th. The, uh, oh yeah, um, yeah. The, that I mean, it's it's completely entirely asymmetrical, which is uh, something that makes makes it very charming. But there's, there's they, a lot of it was broken. Weren't they like sued by the people that have uh, Friday the Thirteenth uh, IP, like something? Like <sighs> From what I understand, something I, I don't know the details of it, but I think at this point, basically all the DLC for Friday the Thirteenth is on hold. Mm. Um, everything that wasn't already released is now on hold. It's either been completely shelved or it's on, or, or it, it's pending litigation. Yeah, they 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 didn't secure the rights from for one of the movies. I don't know which. <laughs> it's a mess. It was uh, from what I've seen of the of the game. It was a very interesting idea, but it was very clunky. Very very clunky. Yeah. So that um, in that case, it's like more polish would have been like a good idea when it comes to like like gameplay because. Glitches were like prominent. Oh wow, this came out last year. I just completely oh, missed yeah. this game. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. It was I mean, it was interesting. It was filled with bugs though. If you got a good crew, if you got, you know, people who are interested in playing the game and, you know, working together as the counselors, uh if, if you had a good Jason uh, if you want a, a game, if you want a game where you just have a good crew of people and have fun, Velvet Sundown is like, is the weirdest fucking thing, and I I recommend. Heard of that one? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's it's really weird. Um, it's <laughs> it's like this uh, um, weird role playing game. It's not great, but. <laughs> Like it's about like everyone's on a ship is a spy and have their own agendas and you're kind of like role playing a person and it's text to uh, text to speech so whatever you type in the chat your your avatar says in a very convincing like human voice and you're kind of like like role playing these people and it's very weird I I recommend looking into it it sounds it's fun a ship. yeah. I've heard good things about it, and it's, I, it's, I do want to try it. Out. It's 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 got it, it has harsh reviews because actually it doesn't have a lot of gameplay, and whatever gameplay it has, it's not very clear. But the very uh, the very uh, uh, the premise. yeah the premise and uh, the, the fact that you have to like really get into the role play, it it really does work, and, and it's kind of fun. And but yeah, that game still like. Yeah, had a bunch of problems with uh, speaking about games that had a rough start. Uh, yeah, that that game had like rough start when it comes to like server maintenance and like uh, lags and and all of that. It's which is f- frequent when it comes to multiplayer games. 
Um, so have they improved? Since yeah, then? yeah, they improved. They had like a couple okay. of patches and like the you know you know when it comes to like multiplayer games, you have that peak, that first peak. Like the same happened with Diablo three, right? It's just like they didn't have enough servers and you 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 don't really i understand why because it's not like they didn't know like how many people will try to log in but like what are they going to do rent servers like they can't buy a bunch of things and then not use them for the duration of like the rest of the runtime of the game right because i you buy twice as many servers as you need for the 95% of the longevity of the game and you just need those servers for the you know for the first month well that doesn't make any business sense yeah. so well, i mean know. if i had to guess I mean, you for, could for something and like that they'd probably cloud you know yeah like, but you'd, I, you'd, you'd offload your processing to I, the amazon cloud think, or something like i it. don't think when diablo 3 came out that process was really that well made now it's more popular uh and it makes more sense but then and there it was like i think they just kind of couldn't do that yeah, I think now there's more flexibility, and we should see less of these these launch woes. Yeah, but you never know. I sure hope so. Yeah. Um, so there's one one game that I think was potentially the first game in its series, and, and could spawn sequels that I think could really be fixed up in a sequel. Um, that's Ukulele. Mm. Uh, that game is not great. <laughs> it's really not great at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we've we've talked about it to death on this podcast and why it's not great. So I, I'm not going to go I over think it again. It's your favorite gamer, from what I understand. Um, I think I named it the third or fourth worst game of 2017. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was not good. I mean, the only reason it appeared remotely better is because there was actually a worse 3D platformer release that year. Which um, one? Poi. It was oh, really, really bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. And then there are two really, really good 3D platforms released that year, Super Mario Odyssey and Hat in Time. Yeah, Hat in Time. Um, yeah. yeah, both of which were excellent. So, you know, it, it kind of added up. Um, anyway, as, as for ukulele, I just don't think, like, collectathons are, I like collectathons. I like the whole concept of 3D platforming. Um, you know, I think the, the game controls well. Really, all they need to do in a sequel is just completely different level design mm. better level design and i think that's something you can fix fairly easily in a sequel if the fundamentals of the game are decent all you really need to do is fix the level design and make a a better sequel mm. that way. yeah it was a kickstarter game right yeah i actually didn't kickstart ukulele um because it already had like way surpass its funding mm-hmm. um so i was like oh, i don't need to kickstart this i'll just buy it when it comes out um oh so that reminds that me do you um pretty well yeah that rem- reminds sorry i cut in uh, but i just got reminded of bloodstained and how people were so negative when the beta came out and uh and the developer uh said that okay so we have to work on it some more and like uh, change the release date so that's... that's coming out next year now right yeah yeah that was interesting it's been delayed a lot yeah and they were supposed and... to originally come out in like 2017 yeah there was and then it was like oh we for sure 2018 and then the beta came out and people were like and they were like okay so 
fine. We will work on it, but don't fine. expect. We'll make our costumes skimpier. <laughs> um. uh, but yeah, 2019, possibly. Maybe. Probably. Probably. I don't know. We might have another. Like, when, when I. Duke Nukem Forever on our hands. Oh, how oh, Lord. Oh, God, no. No, but when I. It seems like it's a um, very complete game, but whenever I've seen footage of it, it didn't. I it just it it's not just doesn't seem like it's flashy fun. enough, like fun, like snappy, like it's not like everything is slow moving and kind of like not not there. But maybe when it comes out in twenty nineteen, fingers crossed, because I'm a big fan of Castlevania, Metroidvania games. Yeah, I'm getting. You know, I'd be more excited about it, but I'm also getting bad. Do you guys remember this Metroidvania called Apotheon? Yes. Wasn't that a... Yeah. It was a kind of like a stylized Greek... Um, Greek pottery. Pottery, style. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that it, game was it, not good. It wasn't? Mm-hmm. And that's what this look. That's what Bloodstained looks like yeah. to me. The same sort of pacing, yeah. same sort of combat. Yeah. And Apotheon was just bad. That's yeah. a that's a bummer because that game. I mean, the the, the artwork it looks, that it's, made, it looked yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous out artwork. It's yeah. a gorgeous game, and it's just a slog. To yeah, play. it's all about like when it comes to uh, like those kinds of two D action games, you really have to have like a very snappy combat where you right. feel the weight of your character, but it cannot be sluggish. It has to be like very. Uh, reactive and very it's very fast. responsive yeah very quick very yeah but but this looked like very like slow and that isn't that doesn't seem fun yeah you really need that you really need butter smooth control yeah which is hard to pull off if you want nice animation yeah but yeah. it's it's a requirement i think in this case sort of doing animation cheats and kind of fudging the animation is probably better in the long run than yeah, like having to deal with. I remember like Castlevania, controls. Castlevania, uh, Symphony of the Night was so fun because you can, you, it was just like you could find your like shortcuts to, to. It's difficult for me to articulate exactly, but like. I moved around that game by backdashing because it was quicker yeah. than moving. So you kind of just kinda, it was very like animation priority wasn't really a thing. Like you could just jump out of a backdash into a like a, a fast strike and like do whatever you wanted basically. And it right. like, created yeah. this world where you kind of like dictated how you wanted to play the game and it yeah, wasn't you're, you're... working. Your yeah. character moves before the animation happens, which is nice. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's like was you, very we, you, it's you know, when you, even just doing a one eighty, uh, your yeah, your character snaps. does this crazy. Yeah, I mean, he he snaps from one side to the other, just like you know, in an instant. But the animation is this big florid, you know, sweep of his cape and uh, yeah, and it works. And it, it look it works. It, it, I mean, the aesthetics are perfect, but the controls um, are not hurt at all by. Um, you know the the extra added frames yeah. of animation it's because not, it's not Dark Souls. It's it has to be way way snappier than that. Right. So, ah, uh, but yeah, that's a bloodstain. I hope it comes out good. <laughs> I just I... yeah, I'm I'm rooting for it. I want it to be good. I'm probably not going to play it, but I I want other people to enjoy it. 
Um, and I want Koji Igarashi oh, yeah. to have a successful career. With, with his hat um, and his whip. I hope he... Yeah. Yeah. I hope he does. He's a fun dude. Yeah. And um, he hasn't, like, burned his goodwill like, say, Keiji Inafune. Oh, jeez, so. yeah. Mm. Yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't let this podcast go without mentioning Mighty Number no. 9. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, how about that yeah. new Mega Man, though? Apparently that was good. Yeah, I heard that. Oh, that's good, good news. Things. Yeah, so this is this is hilarious. Capcom is like the pettiest fucking company on the planet. <laughs> so they refuse to release Mega Man games for years on end. Keiji Inafune gets frustrated, leaves the company, makes his own fucking Mega Man ripoff, and it sucks shit. And then, like Capcom, finally, once they realize Mighty Number no. Nine sucks shit, they're like, "Oh yeah, we're making a new Mega Man game," and it actually turns out to be good. Yeah. <laughs> But, They're the pettiest yeah. fucking losers on the planet. No, they just they it only make, I love it. They only make good games when it's out of spite. Like fuck yeah. you, man. Welcome to spite games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fuck you, Inafune. We'll make our own Mega Man with Blackjack and hookers. How dare <laughs> and... you have lo- left our company? Yeah, like what? I mean, uh, Konami's got to get some of that Magic Capcom spite because <laughs> apparently Metal Gear Survive was garbage. Yeah. Um, so no, they, they, Konami... they'll make uh, uh, le, le, what the fuck is that name called? Stranding, Left Stranding, Life Stranding, Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Yeah, they make their own Death Stranding. It's going to be way yeah, better than <laughs> Death Stranding. Where the hell that even came from? It's gonna, it's gonna be something like Mortality Abandoned or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> just come up with hey do you have a thesaurus let's just come up with some like synonyms for this shit except for it's gonna be like you also you Japanese. also carry dead people through the desert but it's way more fun so they're, they're probably gonna like translate it wrong it's gonna be like mortality threading <laughs> the thread of mortality random wording See, that, that actually works because like because the, they're like doing the whole like red string of fate imagery there so they could make that work sure um. Yeah. So go for it, Konami. We're encouraging you to spite Hideo Kojima. Oh yeah. Just go for it. Oh yeah. Um. And I think on that note, we should probably call this podcast to a close before it devolves into calling out other Japanese developers and telling their former employers to spite them. Um. So, is there anything else you guys wanted to mention before we ended this? I think we've said enough in this podcast. Good. Good. I think we have said enough. Uh, just to remind our listeners, if you'd like to keep up to date with the podcast, you can follow us online. We have a website at avocadogamescast.wordpress.com. Um, so you can just go there and like subscribe. How are you subscribe to WordPress, WordPress blogs? I can speak English. WordPress blogs. When you went so, into that lower, lower tone, I thought you, we were actually getting a sponsor. Like, no. uh, I want to remind your listeners that... Uh, I want, listeners, I want to remind you that Squarespace is great. It still sucks shit. They didn't give us anything. Cough it up, Squarespace. This shit's not going to end until you pay up. You exactly. suck, you suck, you suck, you suck. We're like the fucking Better Business Bureau of podcasts. <laughs> That's right. We're the Tom Martinez oh, troubleshooters of podcasts. I, slept, I love how we I managed slept to... on a Casper uh, mattress and it fucking gave, gave me... I don't know. Just rabies? Yeah. <laughs> it gave... What's a disease that won't offend anyone? Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah. Rabies. Rabies. Gave me rickets. I was, 
<laughs> Give me scurvy. <laughs> I, I found myself in an impossible position when I was trying to come up with something, so thanks for that. Your blue like, apron meal can't was say lupus now, can I? That's offensive. Yeah. Okay. Um, it gave me. Any... Oh, shit. <laughs> Give me a bad case of shits. It ga- oh, yeah, exactly. Everybody... Gave me diarrhea. I just like. I have a brown mattress now. It gave I bought, me diarrhea. I, I bought a blue mattress. Now it's brown. Um, <laughs> God. Anyway, oh, God. Um, I stopped doing all that figging on that mattress. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, it's, if you stick enough shit up your butt, eventually the shit has to come out. It's it's a one way street, my exactly. friend. Um, <laughs> and that's how we end this. Podcast. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Tune in next week. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So if. Typically on the on, on the website we don't talk about defecation. Oh. What we do post on the on the website is a okay. Now I was gonna say typically uh, we post a link dump. Uh, there we go. God damn it. Okay. Woo. So dump, dump. on the website we, we post a collection of links mm-hmm. that fact checks um, the the stuff we say here. Um, so no links to poop. The horrible um, stuff we say here. Yeah, you can also subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play Music. Just search for Avocado Gamescast. And uh, make sure you check out uh, our the community that spawned this, this wonderful podcast or the wonderful community that spawned this terrible podcast, <laughs> uh, depending on how you look at things. Either way, uh, really. Check out The Avocado at the-avocado.org. Don't actually type out the word hyphen, just the character hyphen, because you type out the word hyphen, I don't know where that'll take you. Something involving um, figs, I bet. <laughs> Yeah, the fig. The, see, fig.co actually is a website um, where you can crowdfund video games. Crowdf- or, if you don't want to crowdfund, you can also invest and earn a return on your investment. Fig.co for the modern crowdfunder. What? Now, where's my money? Where's my money, Tim Schafer? Where's my money, Tim Schafer? Give just, me my money. You just have to, uh, you know, create a, you know, a fig account and like make ourselves... Uh, Make ourselves, be make ourselves like a really shitty video game. Fig us, people. Yeah. Dear fig listeners. Us. Fig me, Tim Schafer. Fig us. Where's my, where's my fig? Okay. Oh, where's my, my fig? Where's my fig? Dude, where's my fig? I think that could actually be, that's a better title than hoof hair. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank uh, you guys uh, for listening. And thank you to Science is Bad and Mr. Glitch for being on the podcast. Thank you. We'll see you next time for our year-end extravaganza. Don't miss it. Yeah. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye.